0: They're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at thirty thousand feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW Void prohibited by loss. See terms and conditions. Eighteen plus. What is my purpose? You pass butter.
1: Oh my god. Yeah, welcome to the club, pal. This is insane, you guys. Yo,
2: this is sexy, man.
3: <laughs> Broadcasting live from the internet, it's Tuesday night, and this is the PanelsOnPages.com podcast
4: with your host, Lee Rodriguez. At the end of the day, babies are terrible people, and I'm not sorry for saying it.
3: Jason Nyes. Motherfucker, babies. I won best costume. Jose Guzman. Yeah, I know
5: nothing about Firestorm, except for his hat's always burning. And Kelly Harris. Boy, oh, love, it. it appears we got a penis in the mail.
1: <laughs> I get glued my fucking eyes shut!
6: I just want to see nah. all these Yelp reviews of Jose's jizz.
2: <laughs> oh, nope, sorry, I knocked over the salt.
3: Like you had anything better to do.
4: What is up, everybody? Today is Tuesday, July 21st, 2015, and this is episode number 303 of the Panels panels on (laughs) Pages.com podcast, uh, flagship title of your podcast network. Find all the shows at PCN.PanelsOnPages.com. I'm your host, the Lord Reverend Lee Rodriguez, and joining me on the line tonight, we've got Mr. Jason Knives. The world is my fucking Comic-Con. goddamn right. (laughs) Oh, and other assorted insulting things.
5: Uh, Jose Guzman, Larpin's so typo. <laughs>
4: <laughs> and uh, Mr.
2: Kelly Harris, what's up, sir? Happy forty seventh birthday, Todd Crisley. I'm sorry, <laughs> your kids are assholes. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we need to have a
4: Crisley Vengeance, a Chrysler Vengeance. I don't know.
6: <laughs> so every every episode, he gets more and more likable.
2: <laughs> yeah. Tonight was the uh, summer season finale, so I'll have to wait until fall for more Crisley. Oh. <laughs> It's It really is the hardest of problems.
6: The The only problem I have with watching Chrisley lately is we don't have USA in HD, so I'm not getting oh, the that full sucks. Chrisley experience.
2: Ooh, yeah. You need that HD Chrisley. He got a bunch of Botox tonight. That was... <laughs> <worst>. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Got to watch him chop some wood. It's terrible TV.
6: I think it was no, maybe... TV yesterday morning or this morning they do a, a marathon in the morning on monday or tuesday i forget which one it is maybe it was yesterday but in on this they they were showing the episode where he he teaches his young sons uh or he coaches his young son's baseball team <laughs> <laughs> and he goes out there in full like catcher's leg pads and, and he's got the whole outfit and the black under his eyes and he can't hit a fucking baseball to save his life. And he does the full twirl when he strikes out. Like he swings and then he just he comes three sixty with it. Jesus
4: Christ! <laughs> I ended up at a friend's house for a bit Saturday, and then somehow found my myself stuck in a uh, a how how it's made marathon. That's not, that's not a bad hole. And huh. at, at first, I'm like, Are you fucking serious? <laughs> and then five minutes later, I'm like, that's how you make a whistle? Holy <laughs> <shit."> <laughs> that's where whistles come from? Get the fuck out of here. What? It's like all these crazy robots, and then, like there's one motherfucker with pliers at the end. I'm like, I really feel like that guy needs to be out of a job. <laughs> if this whole fucking process can be automated, that motherfucker needs to put down the pliers, is all I'm saying. Man, that's pretty cool. Uh, and unless, uh, you know, a hole. No, still very much a hole. I also fell down thanks to uh, Kelly, a Rick and Morty hole this oh, weekend. So good, huh. so good. I'm probably like, I think I have nine of the eleven episodes I put away between now and last week. Just you know, when I'm doing stuff and now, oh, fuck, it's funny. It's so funny.
2: I forget. Is did you see the Mr. Meeseeks episode?
4: Oh my god, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Meeseeks <laughs> might be one of my favorites. That's a good one, and like. Every episode is Rick and Morty on some sort of crazy, you know, interdimensional fucking science trip. But then there's also always a very solid B-plot about Morty's family and how it pertains in some way to the, the, the science at hand with Rick and Morty. And it's fucking gloriously written. The, the, the dialogue is razor sharp. It's super funny. And, like, the guy that does the voice of Rick and Morty and half the fucking cast is the same dude that does... uh Lemon grab in Adventure Time.
7: Oh, okay.
4: So I had that 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 throwback there too. Like, I think Morty sounds a lot like Lemon Grab. Bullshit it's him and hopefully like he's also Rick and a shitload of other people. They got good guest stars and stuff. It just cracks me up. Like one of the one of my other favorites was really early (laughs) on when Rick's abducted by an alien, alien race, and they're trying to get him to they're trying to trick him in this simulation. Cause they don't like pro they put him in a simulation. They're trying uh, yeah. to trick him into giving away the formula to this dark matter. But they also get Morty's dad, Jerry, by mistake at the same time. And they're all pissed off that he's there, but they really focus on Rick. So they just set Jerry's simulation to run at like five percent CPU capacity. And Jerry's day in this horribly functioning, mostly broken world. Ends up being like the best day of his life, so he, be- <laughs> so he becomes <laughs> terribly depressed when he's out of it. It's fucking hilarious.
2: Do you watch so past so the credits for? Yes. Yeah. Okay, good. Good. good Have little- you seen the episode with the uh, magic shop and the devil? Oh, fuck. yes. So the good. ending to that episode <laughs> is my favorite.
4: <laughs> Which one was that one?
2: That was with the X going to give it to. you Bit at the end. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> Where they just get all jacked up and just wander around beating people up, while X is <laughs> gonna give it to you plays in the background for an awesome fucking montage.
6: <laughs> Man, so, X is gonna give so it so to you. You're not on some...
4: Rick and Morty. You really need to.
6: Apparently, the second
2: season starts like next week. Yeah, I think it starts. I think it starts this coming Sunday.
4: Yeah, so I'm in, I'm in that like just in time because that shit was hilarious. Yeah, Juggalo John in the chat says it starts on Sunday. So damn funny. They like, just killed me. So we went out about, um, I guess it was Sunday. No, yeah. Monday on our way back from our aforementioned friend's house, I had to go to the mall to pick up something. Now, Nicole was getting her rings warrantied out. That's the thing you got to do every six months or something. But hey, while you're there, I'm going to go check out Books A Million. And holy shit, I found a Gamora and NovaCore mini-mate 2-pack from Guardians of the Galaxy, and I actually made a noise. <coughs> I was so fucking happy. Because I had all but given up hope. Because this is one of the ones that they didn't put in the regular assortment. So it was, you know, 40 damn dollars on eBay. Jeez. And I'm not paying that for mates. You can get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Just, I mean, who the fuck do you think I am? Kerouac? I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I'm not paying that for mates. They're tiny and cheap. That's what makes them fun. The cheapness. But I found that beautiful green... So fuck I'm so happy.
6: It's so dumb to be that excited about a thing, but I'm a little boy. I can't help it. I mean, that's part of collecting, though, is is finding that treasure that you've been looking for. The thrill of the hunt, man. Yeah. And especially, like, this far removed.
4: Like, I never thought yeah. it was actually going to happen. I'd, I'd, seriously, I'd let it go. I'd else that shit and let it go, and it was <laughs> never going to happen again. And then just miracles find us in the least,
6: often, least expected places. Seriously, though, they couldn't two-tone her hair? Uh, it's, it's, uh, lighter at the bottom. Mm, A little bit. Should be darker
4: at the top. More egregious than that, though, is that her hairpiece is made in such a way that you can't turn the head at all, which is kind of weird.
7: Yeah,
4: You know, probably a deal-breaker. But I got, this is the only fucking set I'm gonna have for the Guardians, because, uh, I think Entertainment Earth is doing that box set of, like, the comic-style versions. So, you know, it's basically three full-size figures. You know, you're, uh, Star-Lord, Gamora, uh, Drax, like, you know, one pack-in size figure in your rocket, and then the Build-A-Figure, which is, again, not really huge, it's just, you know, Groot. And that fucking set's like $130. That's just insanity. I don't understand why they're so fucking expensive. I remember when I was actively collecting Marvel Legends, and, you know, the hunt played into it big time, you know, and they were super hard to find. Distribution was dog shit. So when you found one of the figures you're looking for, you got super excited, and now they're everywhere clogging up shelves because they're so goddamn expensive. No one's buying them. Yep. yep
2: yeah. No, yep, one, yep. no one wants them anymore. <laughs>
6: like, I, like, and they're great. They're as good they're as Marvel so Legends good. have ever been. But twenty dollars for an action figure is too much goddamn money. They're so good. Like I, I you know, you, have, you know, that that Captain Marvel is great. The like,
4: fuck it. They're all good. I've I've seen the entire the um. Olivier Coipel, Thor is amazing. Yes, and huge. The Machine Man, I believe, has like bendy arms. You take his fists off and put on like extendy, you know, Inspector Gadget style bendy arms. That's fucking awesome. The Iron Fist comes with like eight different hands and different kung fu poses and shit. They're they're amazing.
5: The rent's too goddamn high. <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah. I just I can't I can't. And I, yeah. I paid what money for dumb shit. But you know. You know, I, I mentally assign things a value, and that's just too fucking high for what they are. I can't do it.
6: Yeah, the, this Guardians of the Galaxy set is is great. It looks awesome, but it is a hundred and twenty dollars for essentially, okay, let's say between Rocket and Groot, that's two full size or two full size uh, figures between the sure. two of them. Let's split the difference. So it's five figures for hundred and twenty bucks. That's Fucking twenty five bucks a piece, right? Yeah. Is my math wrong? <laughs> <laughs> it's around it's, there.
4: Yeah, that you know, it's just too damn much. I can't I can't get my head. I can't wrap my head around that. But you know, just like I would they had that the Captain Marvel man, it's amazing. I just can't do it. But and it's so fucking dumb too, because if they were like fifteen, I'd be all over it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They, oh yeah, it, for sure. The, that, and that's yeah, like man, you they know, should be ten. And I'm hung over I'm hung over on, hungover on you know, five damn dollars, but I am. I can't help it. (laughs) Well,
6: especially when we were paying 15 for them, you know, eight years ago. Shit, dude. And the fact that they jumped up five bucks since then. The first series of Galactus figures, the Galactus set,
4: with like bullseye in them and and Doctor Strange and Professor X, they were seven dollars.
5: Now we're talking. Mm Hmm. No, I paid six eighty
6: eight. I paid six eighty eight for bullseye. Yeah, but you, you might have gotten them on crazy sale because that doesn't Walmart, sell. dude. They were six eighty eight at Walmart. It must. It must have been a sale because yeah, those those, I never were, that those were those were over ten bucks a regular price. Yeah, at least if not fourteen at that time.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say fourteen fifteen bucks for those. Oh no. Maybe like, <laughs>
6: they're being I you know quite a bit cheaper. Holy shit! Oh, it's those. I don't like those reaction figures. I got excited no, for those things. I got excited for a second because I thought they had some awesome Big Trouble in Little China action figures, but they're just those reaction figures. Those things look like such garbage. I mean, they would have been cool back in 1983. Yeah. when, you know they like, could have. The- Fit the big in trouble, scale the, with the, the reaction Wars.
4: figures. I get what they're trying to do. I get the bit But if you're gonna do that thing as a bit then I'm not gonna give you $10 for it no. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's
2: more than $10
4: <laughs> Yeah, I've seen them for as high as 15. Yeah, but you know th- these these are fucking $5 toys at best Because you know you can't intentionally
6: make something shitty and then expect me to pay ten bucks for it. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Ten dollars for a three and three quarter inch big trouble in little china rain figure. With four points of articulation. You can get the fuck out of here. Yeah. So yeah, so but that 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 was, that made me very, very happy. I'm very excited about that. Uh low pan comes with the little flying brain guy.
5: Where do I get with the high pan?
6: <laughs> Set him up.
4: Oh, knock him down. <laughs> I what else we got. Uh, let's see. Um, just as I entered the, what is probably, it feels like going to be the final area of Arkham Knight. The fucking That's, Batgirl oh, DLC oh, drops. Oh, oh, so it's oh. like, all right. <laughs>
5: I got to sh- I'll be right back.
4: <laughs> I'm not going to say anything about it. I'm not going to spoil it for you. But yeah. All right. All right. I'm at like 92%.
6: Nice. So we're, we're, we're getting there. I'm getting I, to the Aquaman reveal. Getting there. <laughs> the I did get to bug. the uh, Arkham Knight reveal <laughs> yesterday.
4: Which I was. It makes sense. Yes. But I feel like I got red herringed a little bit.
2: Like, like a kind of? fish, because it's Aquaman. Like a, yeah, they are right. <laughs> yeah.
4: You may want to drop off for just a second, Jose. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay.
2: Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. Spoilers. We'll let
4: us you know in the chat listeners. when we come back. So spoilers to people who haven't played. So, you know, when you're kind of playing into it at the very beginning, like, this might be, again, spoilers, this might be Jason Todd. I can get behind that. That makes sense. But then I'm like, but part of the, you know, period thing was like this Red Hood DLC. So if they're, if Red Hood's in this world, can't be Jason Todd. That doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, no, it totally was. I'm like, oh, I mean, that's cool and all. But I feel like you fucked me here. <laughs> I
6: see. For some reason, I thought that Red Hood was in Arkham City, so <laughs> so I didn't I didn't think that was going to be the reveal. And I'm thinking I knew it had to be someone close to Bruce and Batman because Arkham Knight is, makes too many comments that are too you know inside baseball, like right. I, like I right. know you. So at first, I'm like, well, maybe it's Dick, maybe it's Nightwing. And then I'm like, okay, it's probably Jason Todd. And then they start doing all the Joker Jason Todd flashbacks. I'm like, oh, come right. on, come right. on. But it is cool when they finally reveal him. And then they do the change from the Arkham Knight costume to the Red Hood costume. I thought yeah, that's was pretty cool. Very cool. I also really like that, uh, that tank fight. Oh, God, those fucking tanks, man. The tank fight in front of. GCPD? or No, no, no. That, no, no the one, uh, I'm sorry. The, the one where he's uh, the, the tunneler thing. Oh, my God. Yes. Uh, like, I was just sitting there waiting for him for, like, five minutes. I'm like, notice me, please. Yeah, I don't want to have to run away because it's terrifying. <laughs> it is kind of terrifying because <laughs> he sees you and you're like, me. Nee! <laughs> yeah. It's a fun cool. game. Fun game. I was up until 5 a.m. Uh, Monday morning playing. I should not have. Yeah.
4: I'm, you know, it's. I need my life back. I need my life back. So I need to finish this fucking game.
6: I'm not even close to being 100%. Like, I'm, I'm towards the end of the story mode, obviously, but I haven't done nearly any of the side missions.
4: I wrapped up a bunch of them. I have a couple of, uh, towers left. A couple, I have. There's one bomb I can't fucking find to save my life. I keep driving over them. (laughs) And then a shitload of, uh,. Riddles, of course.
6: Yeah, every time I see a Riddler trophy, I'm like, I better grab that because I don't want to have to find this later.
4: Oh yeah, yeah. If you if I can
2: get them, I get them.
6: Otherwise, it's a fucking fool's errand.
2: (laughs) Does anyone actually enjoy the Riddler trophy things? Because it it sounds like everyone hates it, and yet they keep doing it. Oh, it's the worst. Yeah, the.
6: It's more of a sense of completion.
2: See, I it, don't have that. I, I, only,
4: I only ever go with the Riddler trophies as far as I have to go for the story part of it. Uh, and, like, I, th- I think in Arkham City, it was like, if you get, you know, 90% of the trophies or whatever, it unlocks, like, the mission where you find the Riddler and lock him up or whatever the fuck. It's like, I, I, I just want to see that part of it. I want to get that part done. But given my last interaction with Riddler, I think I have to find all the fucking things in the city.
7: <laughs>
4: and I hate that so much. Because, you know, some of them just flat out are not fun. Like, that's the only thing I like about it. Like, I don't mind there being a shitload of them. Just, you know, make them fun. (laughs) Very simple, simple needs. (coughs) But, yeah. And then uh, we went out uh, uh, Friday night, dropped the baby off a little bit. And Nicole and I and Zoe and uh, a couple of friends of ours went out to see
6: uh, Paul Rudd ride a bug. (laughs) <laughs> Fucking Man, rad! Women love Paul Rudd. I had no idea. Like, oh I yeah, know he, I know. Have he's you a, seen him? He's handsome. I know he's a handsome, <laughs> funny, charming guy. But I had no idea the level of fangirling that there is over Paul Rudd. And our, our friend Chrissy went with us, and she had. She
4: was. She's the one, guys. She's the one. Ant Man was the. First Marvel movie she'd ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> she's that person. That's interesting. Yeah, her, like, uh, her. Uh, they
6: should have had Paul Rudd in Marvel movies since the beginning.
4: Well, no, no. She went because her new boyfriend is into that into that stuff too, and so uh-huh. like you know she's like, ah, fine. If and Nicole's into it now too, she's like, fine. If everybody else wants to go, I'll fucking go. And she loved that shit because it was a fun fucking movie. And so. <laughs> Now we're going to uh, we're going to start her education proper, and then in a couple weeks we're going to sit down. We're going to every week we're going to fucking plow through and change some lives. Start with Iron Man. Goddamn good times. I fucking loved it. I loved it.
2: Like is it, is it safe? It's safe? It's safe. Yeah, it's very safe. safe. And then he rides in on the wave, and he's like, "Suck my fish, bitch. I'm the archite." <laughs> <All right.
5: laughs> Arkham of Knight was Aquaman the whole time. Yep. All the whole along. Time. Ain't that some shit?
4: <laughs> yeah, I thought, I loved it. I thought it was a lot of fun and like it was just like like Honey Eyes Shrunk the Kids meets Iron Man. Uh, like the shrinking effects were fucking great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think and that's mm-hmm. a that's a great analogy. That and that it works was for me. Funny and like it was much less a superhero movie and more a heist movie, which I was super
6: fucking into. Like, yeah, absolutely. See, I wish it was more of a heist movie. I don't think they went far enough heist movie for me to be pleased with it. Like, It could have been more of a game changer and a, and a move away from the Marvel formula if they did more heisty stuff. But I I mean, I still thought it was fun. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I dug the hell out of it. I thought that
4: Michael Douglas was cool, and just all oh, the ant shit was neat. And <laughs> mm-hmm. the the bits at the, the the fight on the train tracks were perfect. Yeah.
5: Like Can't, yeah, that was the, awesome. The kid looks out from the closet, and it's just like choo choo pew pew.
4: <laughs> yeah, and then you know they they fling the 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 cart off the track, and like it kind of just bounces off the window, and then it flies through the bedroom wall. Like two minutes later, fucking brilliant. Yeah, a lot of fun. And I, I, I love
2: the bit with the giant uh, ant.
4: Yeah, it's good. And I didn't know uh, Michael Pena was in it so much. I fucking love that guy. Oh, uh, he was great. He was
5: great in that movie. <laughs> it it did seem jumpy in a lot of places, like like unfinished ideas or ideas that came in too early or too late.
6: Yeah, I would have. I'm very. I would have enjoyed seeing the Edgar Wright version. I, I yeah. feel like we missed out on some stuff. Bless you, (laughs) or was that Buster? That was not me. No, no, nor was it Buster. Stool chair,
5: stool chair. Oh, tile. Well, bless your chair. Or did I rip a big one?
2: Ooh. (laughs) Shouts out to the dude at my showing of Ant Man that was ripping farts against the red leather chairs.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Social contract, ass, you fucking animals.
2: Just like two, just big ones. Jesus.
4: Yeah, I, I like the um, I
6: like Ti in it too, man. I've seen him a couple things. He's actually pretty good. Are we are we, are we going full on Ant Man now, or do we want to save some for the news? Let's save some for the news. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right, I'll,
2: I'll talk about I'll, I'll talk about the other thing from my showing of Ant Man with the uh, the couple sitting next to Justin and I. Okay. Who I hear like it feels like once every scene, the guy. Would kiss the girl on the head because they were in the red leather recliners together and they were like snuggled together, and like once every scene he'd he'd kiss her head, Nuts. and then and then I hear him snuggle closer to her, and then there's more kissing followed by, I, I just
7: want to watch the movie. <laughs> <laughs>
6: he was probably like Paul Rudd getting me laid tonight, <laughs> and then I just wanted to like just laugh at the guy, just ha, you got shut down. <laughs> Well, it's got to go down nice. Uh, besides Lou going full Ant Man, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Besides seeing Ant Man, I, I mean, we had we went to this theater in downtown Orlando because it had reserved seats, so we were kind of uh, stoked for it. But boy, oh boy, was it a shit show! It wasn't one of those <laughs> dine-in theaters, but it was one of those theaters where they have like a a full menu at the uh, concession stand. So we ordered some chicken tenders, and I ordered a sandwich. And then we go over to where you pick up the food, and it's just a sea of angry faces of people that oh, have been no. waiting over a half an hour for their food. There were people <sighs> there waiting for their food. We had an 8 o'clock show. There were people waiting for their food there at 7.45, whose movies started at 7.15. They had been Shit. waiting there for a half hour, 45 minutes. See, that, I think, is the inherent flaw with the idea of the dine-in theater. Yeah, but yeah. see, at least with the dine-in theater... You go and you sit down and they bring that shit to you. This is a concession stand where they're just not getting the food out fast enough.
4: I see, and that sucks. But I think I would also be equally miffed if like I spent the first twenty minutes of the movie being interrupted every five seconds while some motherfucker walks in front of me with a plate of food.
6: Yeah, but usually it's it's also stadium, so you don't really it doesn't really mm-hmm. bug you too much.
4: I'm very myopic when it comes to my movie viewing <laughs> experience. <laughs> <laughs>
6: I no come your fucking to chicken wings. I came here to see Paul Rudd ride a bug. <laughs> so we're standing there at the counter, and people are just telling us the horror stories of them standing there for forever. And then, <laughs> like they're re- like they're reading Civil War letters. Yeah, they're they're, they're like, we've been here for forty five minutes waiting for our food. We just want to watch our movie. And then all of a sudden, our number comes up, and I go, "That's us! Grab the food and ran! <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking got the fuck out of there. Uh, besides that, me and Jose had a, a convention in Lake City, Florida this weekend called Infinity Con that uh, we've been talking to the organizers and we went and checked it out. Shot some video, which you may or may not ever see. We'll, we'll see about that. Some, okay. Somebody's, somebody's got to fucking cough up some dough first <laughs> before that video sees the light of day. But uh, uh, Roxy the Rancor was there. Roxy the Rancor... Was the third highest billed guest of Infinity Con. behind right on. Uh, behind Jake the Snake Roberts, who was number one. And I believe uh, Viet was the, the, the second fa- most famous guest of the show.
0: <laughs> Fuck <am> I? <laughs> uh,
6: No, I kid, I kid. They had a few uh, zombies from The Walking Dead and a guy from The Hunger Games. And some uh, makeup artists. So it was a small little show. Uh, Part of it was in a a climate-controlled tent. Part of it was in a uh, fairgrounds building. So it was pretty easy to get around that thing. We did about 100 figure eights around that entire convention. That's cool. And thankfully, it was only a one-day show. And it went from 10 to 6... And we left probably about four because we had seen everything. <laughs> there was uh, supposed to be a com- uh, a costume contest at five, and we were like, "Oh, we're gonna get out of here." Um, yeah, we're gonna skip the costume contest. And he's like, "Oh man, we got like twenty five people signed up." And I was like, "Well, you know, if they're here, we got video of them already. We we have we have video of every person who is currently in <laughs> attendance." Yeah, hopefully uh, it was a a big success, and hopefully, uh, um, they bring us out again next year. But cool, m- boy, oh boy, Lake City. There's some interesting people. Interest. Interesting people out there. <laughs> Different smells out there.
5: Different smells.
7: <laughs>
5: it was
6: hot that day. So is that is that the kind of Florida you read about? <laughs> I guess so. I I guess so. I'll tell you what though, on a Friday night,
5: Applebee's, Walmart, Red Lobster. Uh, Red Lobster, that shit's bumping. <laughs> like we're talking Zach's packed. I'm talking like you're gonna have to do two laps to find a place to park. Yep.
6: Sound like Olive Garden. The shelves at Walmart were picked clean as if a hurricane was coming. <laughs> we just wanted we just wanted a fucking a fucking sub-roll. Couldn't find a goddamn sub-roll at Walmart at yeah, 9.30 at night. Like
5: everything.
4: I like you're missing out on something. Like, what What don't I know that everyone else knows that I can't find a sub-roll?
5: Yeah, that's why I, I was like. Is there, like, a storm coming? We're <laughs> we we supposed to be hunkering down right now, and we don't know about it?
6: All the water is sold out. There's no batteries. Uh, over the course of our our twenty four hour stay in Lake City, uh, Jose was tickled by two different words. I, in in context of conversation, I used the the term foodstuffs, and he thought that was just the funniest thing ever. <laughs> and then there was a larping tournament at the convention, and he was like, "What the shit is the word larping?" <laughs> And they never LARPed, man. Oh, my God. Every time Uh, we went out there to get some video of the LARP tournament, there were, like, two people out there just fucking around. We wanted a battle.
4: I feel like a two-person LARP event is much more indicative
6: of the inherent (laughs) sadness of a LARPing tournament. (laughs) (laughs) But it wasn't even, like, they weren't even, like, actually fighting. They were just, like, dicking around. Yeah, we never saw any LARPing.
5: Just digging around, darping.
2: <laughs> the uh, Renaissance Fair, that's <laughs> local to me, does occasionally something they call a 300 battle, where they have a bunch of larpers just come out on the like the jousting arena, and just let them beat the hell out of each other with their larping weapons. Uh. Huh. It, it's a good time. That sounds like a really good time. <laughs> it, it is probably my favorite thing about the Renaissance. <laughs> of course, it is. Just watching a bunch of nerds hit each other with stuff, and there's always like the one big buff dude that's just just beating the shit out of
6: people with the fucking dudes. black knight comes in. You're like, oh shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there was this one. Uh, there was this one dude at Infinity Con. I don't know if he was a LARPer or just a cosplayer. But he was a he was a big guy and uh just fucking tits hanging out the entire time. He didn't give a fuck. He he went shirtless. <laughs> I doubt he was even wearing underwear, just a loincloth and some shoulder pads.
5: Yeah. He <laughs> got into a battle with an umbrella person with a water bottle on their head. Umbrella person? <laughs>
6: <laughs> okay, let me just say this. Don't tell anybody I said this. This is just between us. This is just between us and our 51 listeners every week. (laughs) People who cosplay as Umbrella Corporation people are creepy losers. (laughs) 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 Debate me. (laughs) Why specifically Umbrella Corporation? Because it's like stormtroopers are one thing. Like they're they're you know Star Wars cannon fodder, but also the Five Oh First is is a well known charitable organization. They do great things. Sure, sure. What Five Oh First is kind of legit. Yeah. What makes you want to be in hockey pads and a motorcycle helmet as one of the uh, henchmen of an evil corporation?
4: Yeah, I don't know because like it's not even like it's not even like an exceptionally cool look you're right <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's maybe it's like you know hey I want to be a cosplay mm-hmm. I've never been a cosplay before what looks simple I know there we go. fucking great umbrella because it also seems to me that like I mean is Resident Evil really that popular anymore
5: <laughs> no come on they're making another movie.
6: Yeah, so we'll but, find
5: out. But come on, come on. The people that
2: are into it are way into it, but everyone <laughs> else kind of doesn't care.
5: Yeah, there's like kind of like no casual. Like, like, there's so, so many things in our world. <laughs> you're in it or you're out it. Yeah, it's just like a, I like playing the games, but I haven't played one of them in fucking forever.
6: We we have a lot of you know fandoms in our universe it just seems one of the oddest things the the, we are people of many tribes yeah and you know
4: many times those tribes nearly shall cross
6: like uh, i don't want to you know cast aspersions about people uh that dress up with that cosplay as uh, umbrella corporation soldiers but it's like a step below being uh the uh Nazi cosplayer who's Indiana Jones just went to the bathroom. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> like pretty close. <clears throat> you might not have a swastika, but no really, no, I got I'm here with a friend.
2: <laughs> oh, who's that friend, Hitler? Shut up. <laughs> okay, I got
4: two friends. <laughs> Jeez. What's you got, Jose?
5: Um, do you guys you guys like Hawaiian rolls, right? Hawaiian sweet rolls? Fucking
6: Hawaiian sweet rolls are the bomb. Yeah, who doesn't They're like a Hawaiian sweet roll?
5: If you want to up your sandwich game, they make loaves of bread now, folks. Yes. No shit. Yes, <laughs> they do. Now... It, it it's not a whole lot. It it's less bread than the cobblestone, which is my motherfucking jam. <laughs> now cobblestone <laughs> will be my legit, and cobblestone makes sweet rolls now. I, I learned this
6: weekend times. that Jose is totally a spokesperson for cobblestone.
2: <laughs> I'm searching this company because I've never heard of it before.
6: They make everything now. Yeah, but, but, but if you're gonna
5: get sweet rolls, jam don't fuck is with cobblestone million dollar th- bread.
6: Don't fuck with any sweet rolls but Hawaiian's
5: No, but I'm going to try them. I'm going to try them. I'm going to try them. So, not as much bread, and it's twice as much. It's fucking four bucks. So, it's definitely not like a weekly roll, unless you're just straight balling. (laughs) (laughs) And you you can handle, because I made two sandwiches, and like Hawaiian uh,
4: roll baller status. (laughs) (laughs)
5: <laughs> the bread's thick it's fucking nice the sandwich is great uh and they have these new p- pretzel chips i recommend those Ooh. on your sandwiches
6: huh i've had pretzel chips before they're quite good yeah i've had yeah. those pretzel chips i don't think i've ever put them on a sandwich before though yeah, you know hard. i'm, I'm down with sandwich. putting chips on a sandwich i'm like i'm not no fucking sandwich rookie over here
5: but but if if you're down with those pretzel chips give it a shot
6: okay so we well, ever had
5: the pretzel ritz crackers
2: before yeah those are pretty good man like those, those
6: have been around since before you were alive kelly <laughs> <laughs> i've only become aware of them in like the past year or so. well, speaking,
5: we all go over here
6: speaking of hawaiian rolls can i just say it has been a while since i've been to arby's and the other night coming home from infinity con I called my wife, or I messaged my wife. Oh, I accidentally called my wife through Facebook Messenger. Thank you, Facebook. <laughs> Why would I ever want to call someone through Facebook? Whatever. Why would
4: anyone ever want to do that? And I
6: did or it by accident.
5: Money. And I'm get
6: trying this, to give people money. I'm trying to end the call, not because I don't want to talk to my wife on the phone, but because I didn't intend on calling her. And I'm trying to end it, and all of a sudden I hear "Hello," <laughs> <laughs> and she says, "Well, I, well, while I've got you, I was typing something <laughs> out, so let me just tell you." Since we're already here. So I was like, well, well, I'll bring something home for dinner since I'm on my way. And I'm like, how about Arby's? I've been seeing these. We have the meats commercials. So I've I've been kind of wanting some Arby's. She says, get me that brown sugar BLT tip sandwich. I'm like, that sounds good. And boy, oh boy, I had another one today. Brown sugar BLT with brown sugar bacon and it's on yeah, I've seen that commercial so many
5: times that's next
6: and it's on a hawaiian roll holy shit it is too good <laughs> yeah arby's ain't no bullshit these days yeah i i'm a i like arby's i'm a big arby's supporter arby's sometimes like in the past previous years the quality hasn't been up to par the consistency hasn't been there and they were always very expensive, but brown sugar BLT, and they also have the brown sugar bacon on a roast beef sandwich, and then I think on a turkey sandwich too. But that brown sugar bacon is is next level.
5: What? Do the Rolling Stones song.
6: It's one of those kind of sandwiches that's so good that your jaw gets sore because you chew it so much because you want every oh, yeah. ounce of flavor. <clears throat> And you're
5: just smiling while you're eating. <laughs> <laughs> just the biggest fucking happiest <laughs> grin
6: on your face. And every now and then you just... <sighs> I'm driving while I'm eating this. And I'm trying to be discreet about it so people don't see my huge raging boner as I'm driving. <laughs> <laughs> Highly recommended. Right the fuck on. Do you have any stories from Infinity Con that I forgot, Jose? Well, I mean, I mentioned Viet. We got to see Viet and hang out with him and Corwin and uh, one of their other friends at their booth. Uh, Viet was selling his minions.
5: Which apparently Kerouac's done with. (laughs) (laughs) Um... No, I mean we covered that. But <laughs> like seriously, Hawaiian bread, y'all. <laughs> Hawaiian bread.
6: We did watch. This was a obviously it was a much smaller convention, and and you know not a whole lot of money behind it. But we sat and watched some of the footage Saturday night after we got back, and it looks it's a amazing. Good turnout too. It looks not amazing. Yeah, yeah, it was a good but turnout.
5: It, it's just you know it was one of those where. You can only shoot it so many ways before you're just shooting it. Right.
6: Before you have the, the same shots a dozen times. Yes.
5: But decent
6: it's the, turnout.
5: That's the nature of the beast. And then uh, the lady got the workaholics. We've been on a workaholic binge.
6: Oh, well, you, you were also... They LARPed in one of them. <laughs> you also started It's Always Sunny... And Jose gets in the car uh, for the ride to Lake City. He says, I'm the wild card. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can jump
5: out the back of the van, cut the brakes, <laughs> leave you motherfuckers with some barrels of gas in the
7: car.
5: <laughs> Goddamn oh, wild card, man.
6: Somewhere Mahoney's really happy right now. Yeah. Ma- I told Mahoney, and Mahoney was like, oh, yeah, Jose's the wild card. Jose is the wild card.
5: Well, we I, I didn't I didn't start it. It's it, we watched like four in a row, uh, but I do want to get back into it and just go ahead and start start it and just let Hold it because I quit away. watching it.
4: I haven't got caught up yet. But it's good times.
5: I quit watching it like uh, I don't know, maybe after maybe during the third season, and then just. Never got back on it. But I've seen episodes here and there, and it it seems pretty, like it's gotten better. Frank was the key. Frank changed that show.
0: Yeah.
4: Oh, yeah. Yeah, he definitely adds something to it for
6: sure.
5: But he also takes that show
6: way out there, too. (laughs) Yeah,
5: Yeah, we saw the the one where all of his um, past stories was Rambo. (laughs) You <laughs> <I> can't <laughs> hunt him, man. Like, uh, that and the... Um, what was the other one we saw? They hunted the guy? She says the guy was a priest. They broke him down. Now
6: he's a crippled bum. Oh, yes. Cricket. Oh,
5: cricket. Yeah. cricket. Yeah. Jesus. Cricket makes cricket.
6: many reappearances throughout the yeah, year. Ricky Cricket comes yes. back a couple times every season. And oh, the,
5: the one where Frank gets the billboard and it's just him posing with the Tits on both sides. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's good. It's,
2: uh, what you got going on, Kelly? Uh, let's see. Uh, today, well, pretty much all my stories come from today. Today we recorded uh, an episode of PCW, so if you're a fan of wrestling, I recommend checking that out. Uh, Talked about the G1 Climax from New Japan, which just started on Monday. So I'll be watching a lot of wrestling until August 19th? 16th. Did I see
6: one of these fucking Chinamen came out, or one of these Japanese guys came out with a Velociraptor?
2: Um, that was... (laughs) <laughs> that was not that. That was, I think, sometime last year. Oh, and, okay. yeah, I think I think Okada came out with a uh, with a raptor. Wait, what?
6: <laughs> like a giant, like a Velociraptor animatronic? No yeah. shit. On, on the stage.
2: Well, all right. Yeah, there was also one of the shows where um, this was, uh, it was Wrestle Kingdom, not this past year, but the year before that. That was when uh. Prince Devitt, who's Finn Bálor now, kind of started painting himself up and he came out dressed as, yeah, as Carnage and he had like a whole bunch of people carry him in a casket first.
6: And then that, that guy same shot, man. And then Japanese guy show. was like, "Well, I got a raptor." <laughs> yeah.
2: That same show Tanahashi came to the ring while Marty Friedman from Megadeth just played guitar walking next to him. Why not? <laughs> Because it's guys. Because Tanahash's weird gimmick is kind of air guitar, like he just air guitars to the ring, playing his entrance music, and then he'll get up on the top rope and he'll throw his air guitar out to the crowd, and you can <laughs> see pretty him, cool. You can
6: see people try to catch it. It's pretty great. <laughs> hey, hey now, but Hollywood Hulk Hogan started the air guitar coming out to the <laughs> ring. Come on now. I mean, I'm I'm gonna say
2: Hulk, Hulk Hogan started it tanahashi (laughs) perfect
6: yeah (laughs) hokokan never threw it out to the crowd
2: yeah gotta keep that shit you can't just throw him away jesus oh there is at one point at the end of the first night of the g1 he won his match so he's gonna leave the ring and the crowd's cheering for him to you know come back so he gets back in the ring he reaches up like a a guitar falls into his hands from the sky (laughs) and then just this weird <laughs> guitar solo starts playing that they had he had just choreographed that is was, amazing be amazing but yeah uh the g1 climax the best value in wrestling for your dollar it's uh two that's months in new japan. my final sex move <laughs> two months in new japan world that's 9.99 yen a month that works out to like 8.50 Damn. so for like 17 bucks You're getting fifty-seven hours of wrestling.
4: It's a lot of wrestling. It's too much wrestling.
2: Yeah, Yeah, I'm not watching the entire shows. I'm only watching the tournament matches, so I'm skipping the first half. I
6: can't even watch three hours of Raw.
5: (laughs) Well, it is Raw, though.
4: It is, and that's the thing. Like, what little I've watched of NXT is really damn good, and I feel like I would just have a fucking blast watching, you know, Japanese wrestling
2: just fucking going ham. There's a guy, it was uh, Katsuyori Shibata versus AJ Styles. And Shibata's arm is kind of fucked, but he's still working the tournament. And one of his big moves is the sleeper. And so he can't cinch it in because his arm is fucked. So he just grabs his hand that he's using the sleeper with, with his teeth to hold it. Jesus! (laughs) (laughs) So he's just biting his hand to keep the sleeper held in.
4: See, a lesser man would just pick a new move.
2: <laughs>
4: said, Fuck that. I'm the sleeper guy.
2: Yeah, he just... Uh, its its That's part one of his finisher. The part two is the penalty kick where he kind of gets you in the sleeper, takes you out, then sits you down. And he bounces off the ropes and just kicks you in the chest as hard as he can. That's awesome. It's pretty great. Your wrestling is fun. <laughs> but yeah, so pretty much until... August 16th, I'm booked up
4: with uh, New shows. <laughs> That's
2: so pretty yeah. much all I'm doing. No plans. <laughs> like, pretty much, yeah. No plans. Uh, also today, I watched a movie that I bought on Amazon over the weekend. It, it is made by the Shaw Brothers over in Japan. Or China, sorry. Uh, it is called Super Inframan, and it's pretty much the Chinese version of, like, Kamen Rider. Okay. And it is nuts. Because you get, like, the cool monsters and shit, but it's with the rad Chinese-style fight scenes. Yeah. So, like, it's all really well choreographed. It's really awesome. That sounds
4: fucking rad. Yeah,
2: Super Inframan from 1975. I think you can get it on Amazon for, like, 750 or something. Hell yeah. Speaking of weird world. Asian
6: stuff, I watched the live-action trailer for Attack on Titan last Holy week. Holy shit, right?
2: That thing it's awesome.
6: wild. Jose, we had a uh, we we thought of a pitch for one of those WWE six-pack movies, didn't we? Or was that <laughs> or was that Kelly that we thought of? Jose, you there? I don't know. Hello. Didn't we have an idea for one of those WWE six-pack movies?
5: Mm, it was funny. Uh, I don't know. I just remember Leprechaun.
6: It was great. Just for all of the all of you <laughs> listening, it was great. You know, it's like, trust me, it was fine. Yeah, Good. so just accept it. Awesome. Let's
4: see. I believe we have. Oh yeah, we have one uh, quick bit of mail before we move on.
1: Look at all this fan mail
4: from a buddy uh, Chad. Who is? Is he in the chat today? Let's see. Where's Chad? Yeah, you're here, Chad. Nope. No, Chad's not here. He'll hear this tomorrow then.
6: Chad's not here, man.
4: Uh, (laughs) been a while but he sent us in a uh, he sent us a versus alright I like these Uh, since I'm exhausted from work here's a versus I came up with while packing an endless stream of boxes which surprisingly contained a lot of Gundam and Power Ranger toys and even some Mugen binders
6: somehow any any 5 gallon tubs of lube
2: (laughs) any chef hats
6: I don't know fucking how I don't know how this house,
4: we're in. Boy, do we get a lot of Amazon boxes! Somehow, no one in this house bought shit on Prime Day. I don't know how the <laughs> fuck they didn't work? Sucked. Well, yeah,
6: Prime Day was yeah, garbage. Yeah, I saw that.
5: It, Prime Day blew dickhole. I was gonna <laughs> buy. I had a fifty-dollar Amazon gift card I got like three years ago. <laughs> and I was gonna use it to get the Batman because it was Prime Day. And it was fucking like two bucks off. Go eat a dick with that's that the thing. Yeah, That's not I, I just, better than I, I Black looked, Friday. I
4: looked for plenty of shit. I just didn't find anything worthwhile.
5: They said better than Black Friday. Which Black Friday were they talking about?
6: Yeah, I feel like that's just inaccurate. Jose coined the term blue dickhole. And all I can imagine is this. Just right in the dickhole.
4: Right in there. Is
2: that me trying to blow up a balloon? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right, uh, okay. Uh, the,
4: the versus for this, uh, for, for the, for this exercise is uh, Jason Statham. I guess it's in general. Pick a character. Uh, versus Mr. Magoo <laughs> versus John McClane. Who of the three will defeat an evil villain first, due solely to their
6: own blind luck? (laughs) First. Hmm. What were the choices
5: again?
4: Jason Statham. Let's say from the Transporter movies. Let's
6: say that. I mean, it's all the same Jason Statham. It's all the same fucking guy. It's all the same guy. Uh,
4: Mr. Magoo and John McClane.
6: I feel like... Mr Magoo takes the longest out of all. He'll, of them. Yeah, he'll get there.
4: He'll get there and they'll be the funniest because like this guy is going to be spending the entire time trying to kill him and it's just going to accidentally not work out. Right. Yeah. Like Mr Magoo doesn't work on like, you know, brevity.
6: I feel oh. like John McClane would be much quicker than Mr Magoo, but I think Jason Statham wins because Jason Statham just basically he'll kick a door down and the bad guy will be, be behind the door, and he'll he'll Ooh, break his point. neck, yeah. essentially.
5: Yeah, and then it explodes. Yeah. <laughs>
6: <laughs> so, yeah,
5: probably. Yeah. Yeah, because John
4: McClane yeah, has dumb luck, but then he finds himself, like, you know, taking advantage of a situation he's put in. Like, oh, look at this happenstance. I'm going
6: to ride this plane. Yeah. Jason Statham goes into everything head first, full speed, and just leaves a wake of death and destruction behind him. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. So Jason Statham might kill the bad guy, Mr. Magoo, and John McClane just by accident. <laughs> <laughs> just because he's trying to, you know, hook a car battery up to his heart and uh, bang the chick from varsity blues in the middle of the town square. <coughs> the fucking movie, you guys. <laughs>
4: Oh, that movie. Shit. Yeah, I think that's exactly right. feel good about that. I feel I good win. about them numbers. It's good data. I like that data. All right. So, uh, with that, let's take us a break. If you want to email us, send it to popcast at panelsonpage.com or you can voicemail us, 616-951-1-POP, and we will uh, play it all over the air and all over your face. Yeah. yeah. Take us a break.
6: I'm worried about uh, our dude in Kenosha County. I, I hope... He calls in with a voicemail soon. You know, I've actually not heard from him in a couple weeks. We haven't. Uh, That's either really good for him, or the opposite of that. Yes. Yes. Like he might be wearing lipstick at this point. Yeah. Like it's it's he's either definitely is. He either found (laughs) Frederick and he's
4: home and everything's cool, (laughs) or he's not. He's fucking run out of cigarettes, so he can't trade them for phone calls, (laughs) and it's just bad. Sorry, homie. So This is a song uh, about Hans Molman from The Simpsons, and it's a fun time. Enjoy this. Love you. Bye. Break.
3: And now, a poem by Hans Molman. I think that I shall never see. My cataracts are blinding me. Molman, Hans
1: Molman. Can't keep Hans Molman.
3: He's a stone-cold player, Artie if was mad jealous When he dated of first, plus he's only 31 Drinking ruined his life, this is such a sad story, son Got a knife in his pain and a fire in his loins The indie movie star who took a football to the groin Burns thought he was a leprechaun, drilled him in the head Slept with Larzo with his grandmother, then chilled with her in bed He's more metal than Metallica, though that's not so hard Homer drove him off a cliff, so impatient in his car He was hauling Poe's house, just another day for Hans But he's back on his feet, cause he's the mother flippin' man You know there's no escape from the fortress of the moles he's been burnt run over berry, but he's still on a roll he's been radiated detonated heartbroken twice the lads versus springfield always coming back to life his name is moment hans moment you can't keep hans moment down he's the bad luck crying up on 20 oak grove hipster glasses so thick and brown moment hans moment you can't keep hans moment down cause he's trying out for pucci while he's waiting on his kidney he's the talk of the whole darn town have you seen his green pants? Have you seen his new shirt? He wasn't yelling boo, he was yelling blue urns. Attacked by Roomba robots, gone anthropomorphic. He's part Drew B. the dog and part Kenny McCormick. He was riding on his Harley on the cover of his bio. Crashing the planet hype, yeah, he's been up there for a while. He was texting Homer, hit him, well, surprise, he survived. He's twice as cool as Will though we can't really drive. Have you ever felt crushed by the weight of the planet? If you have, let me tell you that Hans moment understands it. But you've got to get up, you've got to put on your tie. Lace up your orthopedic shoes and look up at the sky. <laughs> and say hey, solar race today, you won't burn me up. Keep that moment, PMA. You can break out of that rut. Cause When you're stuck in the snow, when you're starting to turn purple, just remember Han's moment when the wolves start to circle. <laughs> moment, Hans moment. You can't keep Hans moment down. Cause he's like how a bunker dudes with the skateboard in his hand. Hipster glasses so thick and round. Moment, Hans moment. You can't keep Hans moment down. In his iron lung, well, he's still dependable. He's the talk of the whole darn town. This player was the mayor over 30 years ago. Ride an anthem to the people, he told everyone he robbed. And when day it was discovered that the whole thing was a hoax, so they tied him to a horse out in the desert, let him go. This player was the mayor over thirty years ago. Ride an anthem to the people, he told everyone he robbed. And when day it was discovered that the whole thing was a hoax, so they tied him to a horse out in the desert, let him go.
4: Click that banner at the top of the page or on the sidebar at pcn.panelsonpages.com. Or you can just update your bookmark, check it on your phone every single morning. That's what I do. Uh, ripped. that's R-I-P-T.panelsonpages.com. T-shirts start at just 10 bucks, and they'll kick us a little something every time. Help us keep the lights on. Help us keep the podcast going. Help us keep the side up and get you a pretty cool T-shirt, man. Cool swag, cool shirts, good people, good deals from your favorite podcast. So check it out, ripped.panelsonpages.com, 24-hour limited edition T-shirts that are pretty damn awesome. Check it out. And now, now back to your regularly scheduled podcast. Uh, been a little while, but I ordered myself a RIP shirt last week.
6: What'd you get? What'd you get? What'd you get?
4: It was uh, it's fucking rad. It was Hellboy doing the Dark Knight Returns lightning bolt jump. Yes. Very cool.
6: Now I didn't realize this until I saw like one of those Easter egg uh, videos or whatever. But did you guys realize that at the end of the Batman Superman trailer, where Batman grapples away, like for a split second, they reenacted the cover of Dark Knight Returns because fucking lightning strikes and he's hanging on the side of that building. No shit. In the same uh, pose. Yeah. Huh. I thought that was I'm- cool.
4: Oddly hopeful about that Batman Superman.
6: Look at you.
4: Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's still fucked up that Superman is the bad guy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, there's still a lot like, to make me mad. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, a lot there. But but this one looks like it'll make me less mad than the last one. Yeah, and and there and there might be enough fucking
4: rad Ben like Batman stuff to make it alright. You just accept the fact that
2: the fucking the tone is all wrong for superman and just move on (laughs) i was hoping we'd get past 9 11 jesus but it seems like we're not no no no. he's like fucking doing jesus arms in the trailer (laughs) yeah and then you got ben affleck running into a building with cloud of dust and stuff flying at him. and going you see
4: this 9 11 jesus motherfucker over here
6: (laughs) (laughs) take him out give me a green rock motherfucker (laughs) <laughs> that needs to be in the intro <laughs> 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 Oh shit When Jose starts talking about Firestorm's hat being on fire Every time <laughs> it gets me <laughs> That is just out of the mouths of babes Babes Goddamn right uh, Alright, uh, let's do the news Alright Let's talk do about
0: live Okay Do it live! I can I'll write it and we'll do it live! Fuck it! Look it in. Five, four, three.
6: This is the Pop Top Six Pack of News for July 21st, 2015. Fucking thing sucks. Ant-Man fell short of expectations at the box office this weekend with a $58 million gross the lowest Marvel Studios debut since The Incredible Hulk. Let this be a lesson, Marvel. Only make movies with medium-sized characters. (laughs) (laughs) On the heels of Comic-Con, Entertainment Weekly debuted the first official images from X-Men Apocalypse, featuring Olivia Munn in her triple X-Men porn parody Psylocke outfit and (laughs) Oscar Isaac as the titular villain, looking like if the movie Stargate fucked Prince's couch. Fuck your couch, Prince. (laughs) Selma director Ava DuVernay has turned down Marvel's offer to helm Black Panther, citing uneasiness with spending three years and putting her name on a movie, which would essentially be Marvel Studios' product. But I hope she knows that every time a black woman director turns down a Marvel movie, 19 white male directors get their wings. (laughs) Speaking of Marvel's diversity problem, the recently announced... Uh, series. Uh, oh, let me start that again. Speaking of Marvel's diversity problem, they oh, recently announced a series of hip-hop variant covers parodying some of the greatest rap albums in history. But wait. Where are all the black creators at? You can find them on Tumblr, going hard on that mouth-breather Tom Brevoort. <laughs> that's where. <laughs> the Aurora, Colorado shooter has been found guilty on 24 counts of first-degree murder and one hundred and forty attempted murder charges for Damn. killing twelve people and shooting seventy on the opening night of the Dark Knight Rises in two thousand twelve, which uh will most certainly keep him off the streets once Batman vs. Superman hits theaters. So we can all feel safe in that. And finally, Jesus Christ. Former DC and Marvel writer and artist Alan Cupperberg passed away of thymus cancer last week at the age of sixty-two. While Stan Lee is still riding high after touching Channing Tatum at Comic Con, that is the pot top six pack of news for July 21st, Uh.
0: 2015. Wow. Info can be. What a strapping young man.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that Channing Tatum, he's a real funny guy. Uh, First story Kelly Stan Lee's pretty spot on. He's good. It's peel esque. <laughs> uh, first story is Ant Man debuted this weekend. Only pulled in fifty eight million. They were hoping for uh, north of sixty, around seventy, which would have put it on par with, uh, I believe, the first Thor movie. Maybe oh, Captain, like that, yeah. Captain America, the first Avenger. Uh, I, our theater, our eight o'clock showing on Thursday night was not packed. Uh, I don't know about you guys. Did you see? Full yeah, we pretty, yeah
4: it was it was local, but it was still pretty uh pretty full. Yeah, I'm, mine was pretty
2: packed.
6: I'm surprised with the number of women that are revealing themselves as huge Paul Rudd fans. I believe Both the term is Ruddites. Ruddites, along with, you know, <laughs> the existing Marvel Studios brand loyalty, I'm surprised it wouldn't have done better. But then again, it is Ant-Man and they didn't really Full court press the promotion. I don't think the marketing was pretty shitty. <laughs> yeah, I feel like they uh, may the marketing. have
4: marketing wise rested on the laurels of that Marvel Studios brand loyalty a little too much here. I don't. Um,
6: I, I wouldn't consider consider the marketing as a whole shitty because I really liked those when they did the little, like tiny billboards and the yes, yeah, you know yeah, yeah. The, the miniature trailer and the posters where you know Ant Man's like on their shoulders and shit. I, I like that. But stuff. Yeah. We- you were going to see it no matter what. Yeah, I was going to see it.
4: I feel like this is going to do fine on word of mouth. Like, yeah, because reviews are overwhelmingly positive. Like, I think it's going to be fine. And like, hell, it's already like worldwide. It's already made 120 million bucks. Like, it's going to make money. It's going to be fine.
6: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I don't know about the word of mouth. I don't know. Maybe, really? I, I I haven't been hearing as much word of mouth as like. There's definitely not a Mad Max word of mouth.
4: Mad Mad Max was like some kind of fucking crazy ass outlier, and even Mad Max still
6: didn't. It wasn't able to maintain any sort of, you know, gross every weekend, even with that crazy word of mouth. But that that was just in our our circle, our you know insulated.
4: I I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a lot of fun. Like I, I didn't expect it to be. Even though you got Paul Rudd as the star, or whatever, I, I didn't expect it to be as funny as it was. Like I was laughing my ass off. It yeah, was. Agreed. It was the closest. You know, it was you know the closest to a comedy they've had so far.
6: I just wanted more. It? Like I didn't like. I, I didn't not like it. I did. I thought it was fun. I enjoyed it. I just wanted more. I I was left wanting towards the end. You know, it it did feel to me like it was a little fractured. Narrative-wise, uh, like I, I was very much trying to pick out what were the Edgar Wright moments and what weren't. And surprisingly enough, the Luis, uh, you know, little montages. I figured the, for sure that those were Edgar Wright moments, but they were not. They were uh, after the fact. Those and those were great. Oh bits. man, I love that shit. That was <laughs> awesome. My favorite part of the whole movie. Yeah, I can agree with that. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, like, I wish it was a little bit funnier. I wish Rudd was a little ruddier. I wish it was a little heistier. And some of the ancillary characters I could have done without. Uh, I, I was surprised to find out that the uh, cop uh, fiancé uh, stepdad is canon from the books. Yeah, I, I, yeah. But I did not dig him. I did not dig his character. I did not dig the performance. And I don't think it's supposed to like the character. And no. Russian uh, computer guy needed to go. He but was a fucking tracksuit Dracula. He was terrible. He was a terrible tracksuit Dracula. <laughs> yeah, he never said bro. That that disappointed me. Yeah,
5: okay, so was he supposed to be one of those guys? Because that's what I thought did. when I, I first it, saw him. When Russian he did... showed
4: up in the apartment with a tracksuit on, I'm like, it's a fucking tracksuit Dracula. Well,
5: that's what I thought. His Russian yeah, accent was terrible. He never said bro.
4: Yeah, he didn't bro enough.
5: Definitely didn't bro enough at all. I don't remember one, bro.
2: <laughs> no, he didn't bro at all.
4: Yeah, that's a damn shame. Or maybe maybe I'm just projecting that I wanted him to be a tracksuit Dracula. Well,
5: yeah,
6: that's what I'm saying. That's what Yeah, I,
2: I wanted it too and I was like, "Wait for the bro. Wait for the bro." And I, then there is nev- there is never a bro. I
6: can't imagine that it was a an accident that it was a Russian dude in a tracksuit. But why why not go full force with it?
5: Yeah, if you're going to do it, do it. Don't don't kind of have it Fucking like yeah, that's
4: when they're just plann- one other thing to make Hank Pym hate them for. <laughs>
6: <laughs> like when they're planning the heist, he should have brought a bunch of his tracksuit Dracula bros along with. Yeah, right. <laughs> there there should have been a tracksuit Dracula diversion at some point. I
4: thought it was a lot of fun. I know the hell out of it. I liked. Uh, and apparently, I this was Marvel spoiled this. I guess the day of or the day before. But I like the the Falcon
6: stuff in there, I thought it was cool. They uh yeah, that Falcon was, awesome. was in the T V ads up until like a week before the movie came out. Yeah, see that's dumb. Falcon was that Falcon bit was great. The yeah. where Ant Man is about to go, you know, uh fucking do a heist on on Stark's building and the clouds part and there's a big Avengers A on it and he shits his little ant pants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's great. That's the thing
4: too. where like all of us there seeing the movie, like going,
6: "Ooh!" My friend Chrissy's like, "I don't get it." What? <laughs> he's like, "You son of a bitch!" It was cool seeing uh, young Hank Pym, who, which the tech, the special effects, Christ, looked Christ, look great. Yeah, look great. Yeah, it was cool seeing really old good. Peggy Carter and old Howard Stark, the Triskelion being built. Oh, there was a lot of cool moments. I, was, yeah, I, was I just, liked
4: the, the, the tie-ins, man, to the world at large. I thought it was really good with the MCU tie-ins. Uh, yeah. like,
6: That's the reason
4: I, Edgar Wright didn't direct it. <laughs> right. See, but I don't know, man. I, I don't, like... I have a hard time with those kinds of complaints. Edgar Wright, I'll, I'll let that slide, because, you know, he was going to do this before the MCU was a thing, right. you know? So I get that. But, you know, when you hear guys like Joss Whedon kind of bitching about, you know, the the... If the rumors are to be believed, he was dissatisfied with so much of the world building involved. And it's like that's kind of part of the deal at this point,
6: I think. Yeah, I, like, I can uh, agree with that. But I think I, that, you're, you're making an episode of their TV show. Yes. Yeah. I would also have been excited to see a batshit insane bonkers Edgar Wright Ant Man. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. With the same like skeleton, the same the same parts just Edgar Wrighted up just a little bit.
7: Mm-hmm.
4: I st- I still really really liked it. Like I, I it met and exceeded what I kind of had were pretty high
6: expectations of it anyway. Like I, I, I really think, enjoyed it a lot. I think it yeah. met my expectations. It did. It did not exceed them. I'll, I'll agree. It it exceeded my expectations. I was fucking blown away. That Kelly ha- skipped Age of Ultron and saw Ant Man on opening weekend. I don't even understand. Yeah, that vlog like,
4: was my fucking mind. Like,
6: I would get it if he's not a Marvel movie fan. I would get that. If he if he if he skipped Age of Ultron, he skipped Ant Man, I get it. But skipping Ultron and seeing Ant Man just I don't I don't understand.
2: <laughs> you know what else I didn't see in theater? What?
6: Winter Soldier. Have you oh. have you seen Winter Soldier since? Yeah, I got it on Blu-ray okay. when it came out. And what is your opinion on Winter Soldier? That's
2: tied with Guardians for my favorite Marvel okay, movie. Okay, it, so, it is the best Marvel So
6: movie. you're not entirely insane when it comes to Marvel movies. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just what I get around to seeing. Kelly?
2: Like,
4: like,
6: I, I, I didn't see Iron Man until... I'm a th- yeah, um, but- I saw
4: Iron
2: Man two before I saw Iron Man one. You, I I'm gonna stop
4: I you, there. I'm you- gonna stop right there, and I'm gonna tell you right now. You, you got to make the time.
6: I think <laughs> you were intentionally avoiding Age of Ultron, and I take it personally.
4: <laughs> you, got You got You got to take the time. You got to make the time because there's gonna come a time in your life where you're gonna be, you know, really, really happy, but have two kids, and you're not gonna to take the time anymore. <laughs> You need to to grab this by the balls. See everything. Because
2: you got to get real choosy in the future. (laughs) Like, I I realized why I'm not super psyched about Age of Ultron. And it's not Ultron, like I had said on Twitter.
0: Yeah, you you said that... I
2: it's Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver. Because I fucking hate both of those characters. Like I pretty much refuse to read anything Scarlet Witch is in, and just Quicksilver is annoying to me. <laughs> I
4: mean, it makes me feel better. Quicksilver dies. <laughs> right. yeah, I, I
2: heard about that. I was actually kind of excited about yeah, that. Yeah, I mean
4: that's
6: something, right? I mean, go for that if nothing else.
2: <laughs>
4: I mean, I'll, they're, I'll not the, they're not
6: the they're not the best out. part of Age of Ultron, but I wouldn't say they're the worst part either. The, their accents are pretty bad.
4: Yeah, the 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 Elizabeth Olsen her accent
6: is not not good. as bad as ant-man tracksuit dracula but pretty bad (laughs) i love how we say that yet none of us have ever actually been to russian so maybe every other russian accent we've heard on tv Mm, is dog shit i don't know and those are really good i don't know there's those russians (laughs) that are on daredevil and those russians sounded like genuine
4: those russians are on they
6: didn't sound like rocky and bullwinkle (laughs) i uh, I still say you can't
4: really compare shit to daredevil and have it be a fair fight
2: (laughs)
6: sure
2: Can I make Daredevil my favorite Marvel movie? I'm sure, gonna do that. It's sure. my that favorite counts. nine. Hours. I, think that, I think that counts. Or what is it? Eleven hours. Yeah. Eleven hours. Yeah, it's my favorite eleven-hour movie. So fucking good.
6: So, so uh, where where would you guys rank this? Like, what what is it direct as far as Marvel movies go? Uh, obviously, you can't rank Age of Ultron, Kelly, but what's you direct, guys know me? My rankings are fucked. What's directly <laughs> above and directly below Ant Man? Um
2: I would put it it goes below Guardians and Winter Soldier for sure. Um I would need to see it again to put it up against the First Avengers, but no. I think it might go right below it's either right above or right below the First Avengers.
6: <laughs> You're nuts. You're a crazy person. <laughs> I'm going to
4: say it definitely goes above Iron Man 3.
6: Yes. Uh,
4: yes, And I don't hit on Iron Man 3, but this is uh, this definitely goes above Iron Man I'll 3, go
6: as sure. far as say that it can go above Iron Man 2. You know what? Yeah.
4: Yeah. Let's do that. It goes above Iron Man 2, which maybe then by default puts it just below Avengers maybe. <laughs> the, the problem is that that list is getting really top heavy. It is yeah. very top heavy. That's the thing is that like, you know, like they're like they've really not they've not made a bad one. They've only made like one kind of okay one. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> like but, they're fucking like, rad ass um, movies. So, like it's really hard to
6: decide out of those which which what's the best. How many movies are there now? 11, 12 if you count Daredevil. But I still think even with 12 movies, Avengers still has to be top three if not top five of
4: any list Right. <laughs> and so, if, so if Avengers is like the bottom of my top five
6: then Ant-Man's right below it you know what I'm saying I would put it on par with the first Thor I would tie it with the first Thor and I, I think in a lot of ways it does feel like a phase one movie
4: so I'd put it above Thor
6: yeah I'd put it above that, Thor that's you guys yeah, enjoyed it more than mine I
2: did? Directly below Avengers, now that I think about it.
6: Good. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> because if you put it above, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's been Kelly. a while since I've watched Avengers. See, I, Avengers.
4: I, I was, that shit's on
2: FX every it. other
6: day. I
2: was just replaying it in my mind on fast motion. I was like, oh, yeah, I like that movie.
4: Well, see, I, I feel like even if. It's tough because I, I feel like that even if. Some of the movies that come after Avengers are, like, empirically better movies. Like, Winter Soldier is a better movie than Avengers.
5: Oh, Winter Soldier is oh, the sure. best movie. It does
4: it. It's a better movie than Avengers. Yeah. You know? Oh, for sure. But, like, for no other reason than pure emotional response, Avengers gets extra points.
6: Oh, yes. Yes, yes.
4: You know, that's the thing. Like Emotional even, even
6: response it, and being the first...
4: Yeah, being what it is gives it gives it a lot more credit than even just you know the content
6: of it, you know. Because there would be no Winter Soldier without Avengers, right? I guess there could be, but what about you, Jose? Where where's Ant Man? I can't find him. Where? Yeah, you're. Is there another Jose? They're fucking better not be. (laughs) That's my middle name. I'm Kelly Jose Harris. Sorry,
4: guys. I
5: find out you guys bring on another one on this show. There could be only one, goddammit.
4: Just cutting off heads.
5: Uh, No, I I agreed with Lee. Oh. About, uh, uh, above Iron Man 3. So wherever on the totem pole that fits, but I, I liked it better than Iron Man 3 but it is no winter soldier no 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 it's no guardians it
6: had the potential to it be moments. a guardians game changer a a unique experience akin to guardians but i think it fell just a little bit short but yeah, man i thought
4: it was it definitely I, I don't know man i think that it did some pretty unique things where it, it was the hero's origin story you know but it was a different take on that and as much as he was you know kind of you know, literally handed it. You know, it's like, hey, here's the thing. I don't. Know, the way he came into it was a little, it was different. We'd never seen it that way before.
5: I got no problems with it. I'm just saying it's, you know,
6: above and beyond for me. The I'm not gonna rush to go see it. Again. The shrinking scenes and the 3D were the best. Like if they that, were really well known. That first scene in the tub. Yeah. In 3D is that, that'll give you some vertigo. Cause he you it's POV and he looks around that tub and it's just kind of warping as it goes and oh man. Very cool. Like
4: when the ants are getting in the countdown. <laughs> <laughs> I have got to tell you, there's no way in hell I'm slipping on a motorcycle suit in ten seconds. Uh, I know. My badass would be getting caught. No, <laughs> you, you need some fucking uh I'd see the baby powder. powder
6: see it on mushrooms
4: all right and uh and i will say you know speaking of winter soldier i've lost my fucking mind and got legit straight up goosebumps at that after credit scene see yeah. I
6: i didn't get that after credit scene at first i had to read a few different articles and have it explained to me yeah what was it
4: really oh they fucking found bucky yeah
6: yeah they well, found yeah found Bucky. I get that but yeah.
4: what
5: bucky's got poopy tummies <laughs> Yeah, what's and going he's gonna, on?
6: He's going to fucking I think that was interspace just, him? I think that was just straight up a scene from Civil War. Oh yeah, yeah. They said that it's just a scene that they shot for Civil War that they decided to put as the end credits of Ant-Man. Nice. But I did not yeah. know that. Like yeah. you know, it looked but to me got- like he was sick and Jose can agree yeah. with me. Like like he was well, I'm sick. thinking he
2: fucked. Like Justin and I were talking about this after we saw it. Our theory is that he does something Bucky like takes a shot at someone high up and that's kind of what kicks off civil war in this version of it.
4: Maybe. If not sick, then maybe he's just tired. Maybe he's just like, you know, freshly post ass beating.
5: Well, apparently he had some bad Chipotle. (laughs) And he or he took a road trip through Atlanta. He he drove through Georgia and had to shit his pants.
4: (laughs) Falcon says Cap. I found him. You're not
5: gonna believe where. <laughs> In some of the articles, they only have one, one square of toilet paper. <laughs> but he's like, I know a guy because he thinks that he can make he, he can go the other way too. Maybe make the toilet paper bigger, or make Bucky smaller. Yeah, small enough to where that one square of toilet paper is enough to completely. Could you
6: imagine though, like if you got shrunk? And you wanted to wipe your ass with one square of toilet paper, like, that would be like rubbing your ass on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> like, it wouldn't be the same sort of consistency. It would absolutely no. not be. <laughs> no. <laughs> but some of the stuff I read said, implied that his metal arm was in a vice.
4: Yeah. It and was. he was
6: stuck. Which is fucking cool. And then they implied that uh, Ant Man is the only one that could help him. But I just. It didn't. It was, I would say, it was one of the weaker end credit scenes for me, just because I didn't get it. It was, it was a little too much, a little too inside baseball. And I think if I don't get it, someone who's balls deep in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I don't think a casual viewer is going to get it. I'm just saying I got it. <laughs> what do you guys think? I don't think Accords you got are? it, Lee. I just think you liked it.
4: <laughs> do tell me how to read poetry, motherfucker. <laughs>
6: what were you saying kelly
2: what do you guys think the accords are because at one point uh cap says that tony is off dealing with the accords
6: right yeah
7: yeah
2: and
6: i think don't know what the hell that is well i think that's got to be a reference to whatever
2: the main version
6: of the super registration Act. exactly
2: it's got to be something like that I'm way into it, man.
4: And they I'm also very excited made the- to see
2: what that what what all this shit means. Yeah, I dug that scene a
4: lot. They and, you also know, made like, the comment- and we've we've got movies out the ass for the next like four years, but there's no, as of right now, no Ant Man two on the docket, which means you know, they 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 might murder the shit out of Ant Man and Civil War, <laughs> It's
6: possible. Uh, I don't know. Fe- Feige has been kind of there's been rumblings of a sequel. Uh, they're talking that. Janet is not going to be Wasp in Civil War, but he's saying that we're going to get Janet as Wasp. So. Yeah, you could t- not see an Ant-Man, Ant-Man and the Wasp movie, and, maybe, and they didn't want to announce that. Maybe uh, Infinity Gauntlet. I really oh, liked, yeah, about it. like it. Uh, one of the ideas, I think Juan posed this, is it would be cool to have an Ant-Man and Wasp, either movie or TV series, set in the 80s. Kind of like Moonlighting or, or like, Remington yeah. Steel. <laughs> that's <be> cool. <laughs> And Michael Douglas said he wants to get Catherine Zeta-Jones to play Wasp. Of course he does. <laughs> <laughs> and I like that. I, I kind of yeah, think that. Yeah, that's cool. Why the hell what not? did you guys think of the uh, Spider-Man mention? I See, that too. That's cool. Yeah. I didn't catch that at first. Yeah. I, it was after the fact. that and Nicole didn't that catch I that. It. I'm like, they talked about Spider-Man. And she was like, what? <laughs> so, okay, it was we got a guy who can jump high. So who's that? Hulk? I think there may all be Spider Man. Yeah, they're
7: all the same.
4: No, because talking- you're like, we got a guy jumping high, we got a guy climbing walls, we got a guy swinging a web we got to be more specific than that. <laughs> I think they're all Spider Man. Yeah. What is up, Catherine Zeta Jones? Aging gracefully, I see. What
6: is up? <laughs> what we got next? Uh, next up is the first official images from X Men a- Apocalypse. We got- oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got uh, Oscar Isaac as Apocalypse. We got yeah. Olivia Munn as Psylocke. Uh, uh, Chick, uh, uh, Alexander Ship as Mohawk Storm. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence has said, I'm not wearing no fucking blue makeup anymore. Uh, Quicksilver's in there. And... I believe...
4: Some Xavier, some Magneto, and a fucking
6: flannel shirt. Havoc is in one of the shots. Uh, uh, Moira McTaggart's in one of the shots. Oh yeah, and fucking Professor X looks like he's straight out of an '80s high school movie. He's got you know <laughs> the fucking sport coat with his sleeves rolled up with the fuchsia T-shirt underneath it. Jesus, I'm just gonna say this: the X-Men movies have disappointed me. In uh, the past two X Men movies, have really disappointed me. So, seeing what they came up with for Apocalypse, it doesn't phase me. Like I, I have, I really have no opinion. It could be good. It could be bad. I think Psylocke looks great. Yeah, she looks fantastic. She looks
4: like Psylocke. She looks Psylocke as fuck.
6: She looked like in my in my punchline in the headline. Yeah, that that costume is so good. It looks like it's from a porn parody. Right. Because, it looks you know, like historically the porn parody's yes, really good costume. <laughs> it looks like it's gonna unsnap in the crotch.
4: But I, I am so happy, you guys. Like I am legitimately <laughs> fucking tickled that Apocalypse looks so bad.
7: <laughs> and so
4: dumb. Like it's one of those things that has just got to look better in
6: motion. Right? Like it kinda has to look better in motion. Nah. But if not. And you got to imagine he's got to have some CGI powers too. Like he's gonna he's, <laughs> he's got to have to morph I, yeah, at that some motherfucker
5: point. I got to be a suit. And it looks He's got to be able to manipulate foodstuffs. <laughs> <It's so familiar. laughs>
6: I mean,
4: the the comparison was made immediately because you can't not make it. He looks like
6: Ivan Ooze. Yeah, yes. it's Ooze. Like to not the point where he looks like I have an. It was feel like- so difficult for me to not make an "I have a news" joke in the headline, so I had to go with you know Stargate the movie fucking Princess couch. It is the lowest hanging fruit in the world because <laughs> it's there.
4: Like the, the fuck it, it's like it's hanging so low because it's an apple the size of a beach ball.
6: Like that's why it's fucking enormous. Maybe part of it is the lighting in that shot because on the cover he looks more blue. On the cover of that Entertainment Weekly, he looks more blue. Everything in that shot with Storm and Psylocke looks purple. That's true. purple as fuck. But he definitely needs some more... I color corrected that shit or something. He definitely yeah. needs some more gray in that costume. Yes.
2: Do you think this could be, like, a first form, and he'll, like, transform and, like, freeze that? ass apocalypse? Yeah, pretty much. Maybe. Maybe. I
6: could see that. I don't and, like, give this a This
2: is his just wandering around <laughs> talking to people for him, and then he's gonna have his fucking shit up for him. Yeah,
6: yeah, because you know he's he's recruiting. Like one of the things that they talk about is that he finds Storm on the streets of Cairo, and she doesn't have control of her powers, so he kind of takes her under his wing, and then she eventually becomes a Horseman. Uh, Storm, Psylocke, Magneto, and I'm assuming Angel are the four Horsemen. I have given up a long time ago
4: <laughs> on, like, trying to make sense of how these shits work together chronologically. It's over. This there's is in, in the, the 80s. No.
6: Like, there's a... And uh, not in this article, but I saw a bunch of shots of Jean Grey and Jubilee, and they're obviously hanging out at a mall in the 80s.
4: Oh, yeah. I get that it's the 80s. But, you know, this kid, Evan Peters, aged 20 years. Like no, he's like five minutes older, and like none of the none of the shit makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> none of it makes sense. Uh,
7: I've heard Stor- pe- the, storm uh, school
4: and semi-related news that um, X Men: The Days of Future Past Road Cut came out on Blu Ray this week, and apparently it's really good.
6: Mm.
4: Like they say, that putting more, Rogue you know. back
6: in that is going to make that good. <laughs> well, I guess it's
4: not just that. I guess it's essentially like you know the. One point, like they, they, Fox, they've done this forever. They did like the X Men 1.5, 2.5, whatever. So like it's the director's cut. So you know they Have do put other shit in there too, that apparently make it a better movie.
6: How about this? Give me X Men: Days of Future Past, the Sentinel cut, <laughs> <laughs> and I'll buy that.
4: I'll buy three. Remember when Magneto picked up a fucking baseball stadium and everyone just kind of let him drop it around the White House? <laughs> <laughs> because while that was an impressive show of force, it took a minute. <laughs> i feel like you could have driven a car inside that perimeter he had to unseat it yeah it it took a while took a while and that's not a dig on manito to dig on the secret service do your fucking job
6: uh travis fowler on twitter non sequitur right now but travis fowler on twitter just tweeted at hulk hogan and says are you just gonna lay down and let (laughs) todd chrisley pretend he knows best (laughs) (laughs) Uh, retweet best tweet what else we got uh next up is ava duvernay who directed selma uh you know all the sites reported that she was confirmed to direct black panther uh but she pulled out essentially i would say uh always pull out similar reasons to edgar wright where you know Marvel Studios wants control you know they still want a director to you know set up the shots and direct the actors and stuff like that but Marvel Studios has final say over everything because it's all got to fit together and you know she as as kind of an up and coming director she saw that as limiting and having 3 of her 3 years of her youth taken away from her with a Black Panther movie you know I, I not get nothing. it. I get it. But they're trying. They're trying for that diversity. They're trying hard. But then again, if you're Selma director Ava DuVernay, who what he, else has Ava DuVernay directed? Let me let me let me do a quick IMDb search of Miss DuVernay. Um, While you're doing that, how the fuck
2: have I not followed Todd Crisley on Twitter
6: <laughs> Oh shit! That is a great that, idea.
2: That is getting fixed. <laughs>
6: While you're at it, you should uh, follow uh, Guy Fieri.
2: (laughs) That's going a little too far.
6: (laughs) Uh, Ava DuVernay. She's done a lot of stuff. Uh, She did an episode of Scandal. Um, That is about all she's directed, but underneath her known for they have her at, uh, under spider-man 2 iRobot collateral Madagascar so she must have been some sort of other type of crew for those you know not a, not a stellar filmography as of yet but you know Selma was a big deal in the award season and and I understand you don't want to lock yourself up with a big budget studio movie but you do Black Panther and you, you get out after three years, you got that Marvel money now, and you also got that Marvel cachet, and you can do whatever the fuck you want for the rest of your career. Yeah. Like, if you're getting the opportunity now, you should do it. Do it while it's, while it's happened. Yeah. Mm hmm. Because you might not get that opportunity again. You know, in 10 years, you might be wanting that Marvel money. And it might be dried up. And and
4: I don't know, and you know, and what of the the platform that
6: comes out of it? You know, I mean, yes, I mean that that was one of the things that she said was uh, appealing about it is it would get a movie she directed spread worldwide, whereas you know smaller movies don't get that sort of reach, but the Marvel movies go everywhere.
2: Yeah, that makes you a name now. Like, look at the Russo brothers.
6: Yeah, they the are Russo known brothers, quantities yeah, now. You know. James Gunn was a fucking B-movie director before Guardians of, of the Galaxy. Yeah. yeah. And fucking and
4: Favreau has done lots of shit off of it, too. Like, yeah. I mean, it's, it's uh, I mean, whatever. It's, no you you got to gotta, you, gotta you gotta do your arts, your That's It's fine. I Look mean, we we all have our artsy phases and then we become data analysts. So if you're I'm just gonna saying.
6: if you're gonna be a, a black female director and you're gonna direct a black superhero movie, I'm sorry I keep saying black like that. I don't mean to. Black <laughs> <laughs> Black <laughs> <laughs> But if you're gonna direct a black superhero movie, which one what what is better a better option than Black Panther at this point? Black Panther fucking rules, man. Yeah. Like,
4: There's such a rich history with that character. There's, there's a great
6: Black Panther movie waiting to happen. You're going to fuck oh, around and you're going to end up directing a Mr. Terrific movie in you know, eight <laughs> years. Rocket you don't Racer. Do. Yeah, Rocket Racer. Fucking right. Night Thrasher. Uh, Black Lightning.
4: <laughs> prowler. Oh, remember? They were talking about making a Prowler movie at one point. Oh, God, that's right. When Sony was like, we're going to make all the Spider-Man movies. And they're like, help us. (laughs)
6: Uh, Speaking of Marvel's diversity problem. I'm really looking forward to our
4: next big blockbuster hit. Unnamed female (laughs) Spider-Man get-off
6: movie. (laughs) Aunt May is Spider-Man. Sexy Aunt May. (laughs) I I would see uh, Marissa Tomei as sexy Aunt May Spider-Man. Or no, yeah, she wasn't Aunt supposed May to be. weird call, man. She wasn't I supposed to be Spider Man. It was just supposed to be an Aunt May like secret agent movie, wasn't it? I don't know. And Who's Marissa part? Tomei hasn't been confirmed yet either. That we have not reported that on the podcast because it has not been confirmed. It was only a rumor. We're what not the, assholes, but Marissa Tomei is Aunt May. That's kind of that's kind of sexy. She got really good nipples. If you've seen the wrestler, <laughs> yeah, Re- not bad. Not bad. Really like. Top shelf nipples. So Marvel announced they're going to do a series of hip hop variant covers. Uh, what month is this going to come out? Probably October. October, October is October is fucking variant month in the world, isn't it? Yeah. Every month is variant month. Um, right. But they but they do have like uh,
4: you know themed ones in October pretty regularly.
6: And they're going to take classic hip-hop album covers and parody them with Marvel characters. Like, we got Astonishing Ant-Man as uh, uh, Notorious B.I.G. Ready to Die. Uh, Howard the Duck as uh, ODB's uh, Return of the 36 Chambers. Um, uh, some cool art, if you like hip-hop, if you like Marvel Comics. It's, it's a
4: weird idea. It's one of those dumb things I don't know why they're doing.
2: But they they're kind of cool. Variants. Yeah, because they want you variant. Yeah, it's vary. Let me tell you something about variants. I'm the person that bags them up every Wednesday morning at work. And I fill up almost a, a small box full of variants every Wednesday morning. Because there's so goddamn many of them. Most of them you never see. But this, like, there's actually something that people care about. It's not like this past month where they were all just tiny people. It was just white <laughs> covers with the logo, and then a tiny, tiny character in the middle of the, the cover. For Ant-Man? Yeah, that was this month.
3: Those uh, are bullshit yeah. variants.
2: But people still bought them, because they're dumb. <laughs> they're dumb. These aren't that, that, that bad. Like, I won't be upset looking at these.
6: I, I mean, at first glance, I thought that these were kind of cool. You know, I like hip-hop. I like Marvel characters. It's a seems like a match made in heaven. But, then you go back to Marvel announces their post-Secret Wars plans and creative teams, and there's rarely a brown face in the bunch. And those brown faces who weren't part of that bunch are like, What's up, Marvel? So, like, you can co-opt black culture to make variant covers, but you can't hire one of us? Some fucked up shit, man.
4: And but I wonder like how many of them have turned in a pitch that didn't get picked up. <laughs> that remains to be seen. Yeah, you know, I I don't, I don't at all mean to be that guy or whatever, but like that's it's, it's you know I feel like, you know, minority comic book writers are a minority of a minority. So it's 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 tough to, to pick down like, you know w- what, what what the deal is. Like and I learned like two weeks ago that Jimmy Robinson is black. I had no idea. Oh, you didn't know that? I had no idea. I just wanted to do what the man's writing. That's all that mattered. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah.
6: I, I was just a fan of his. Jimmy Robinson?
2: Yeah, I had yeah. no idea.
6: I thought that dude was white as hell.
2: Not James Robinson, Jimmy Robinson.
4: Uh, okay.
6: Okay.
2: Yeah,
4: I did not, I had no idea. This never occurred to me to bother to ask. <laughs> like, Same like Rob Guillory. I, I did not know that either until fairly recently.
6: Lee's Colorblind
4: not, is what he's saying.
6: He reads comics colorblind. <laughs> Yeah. Which People, I I don't see race. People tell me I'm white, and I believe them because I've never been stopped <laughs> by the police. He doesn't see color in his comics. That's why he only reads The Walking Dead. Yeah. <laughs> Everything looks like an Oni book. <laughs> circa 1997.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but yeah reads I, a lot of that manga.
4: Yeah. It, you know, it it was one of those things that like if if there were a has Marvel done something stupid today
6: page, this probably would have been on it. You know. Very like, much so. And then Again. uh someone called Brevort out on Twitter about it, or on Tumblr about it, and Brevor's like, What's your fucking problem? <laughs> 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 and then oh, it became all about fucking Brevorort then.
4: Not the uh gentlest hands. With with regard to the fans that He's just that Mr heavy breathing
6: all the time. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I don't know. Weird thing,
6: but you know, the, it is what it the is. biggest problem I have with it is album covers are square, comic yeah. book covers are rectangular. It's gonna look weird. So what are they gonna do with all that extra space? Is it just gonna be a trade dress?
2: I could see that. In these. other variants, you guys missed news. The month before
6: last was where everyone was Gwen. Yeah, I saw that too. Yeah. Well, that's just smart because they probably <laughs> they probably sold a shitload of those.
4: Yeah, that's just good business. Yeah. DC this month is doing like a whole bunch of tiny uh, Teen Titans Go variants, which is a weird thing.
2: Yeah, they do DC. F- marvel it's most months dc now has done every month there is a specific variant for every book
6: weird
4: Uh, have we heard about what is dc doing something stupid this year for september uh,
6: i don't think i think i i feel like we've heard something about that
4: like are they fucking up the entire publishing line again this year for no good reason
2: or are they done with that shit I don't think they're doing that this year. Is it December or is it October that they do it? It's September. September.
4: Yeah. So we we might be out of we might be out of the
2: Yeah, no, of the I don't woods think they're
4: that.
6: doing anything stupid this year.
4: Well, hot damn.
7: So yeah.
6: I'm looking at oh, what else we got. A list of uh, DC's uh, solicitations for September 2015 and doesn't look like, there's anything interesting about it. Like, uh, specifically varianty or theme month, so maybe... Lenticular maybe... covers. Well, they did get rid of the New 52, so... They did, so I think maybe that's done. Yeah.
2: I think Future's End kind of killed the whole month of lenticular covers thing, because that did not go well. <laughs>
6: <laughs> Found out today that Suicide Squad number one from the New 52... Goes goes for like seventy bucks to a hundred bucks online. Yep.
5: Wait, which one? Suicide Squad <laughs> number one. Got it. <laughs> yeah. You know,
4: sell it. Sell it while it's hot. Sell it before next year. Yeah. Before so, the movie comes ooh. out.
2: So,
5: which fifty two books are worth selling, huh? Uh, a lot of them. Apparently, Anything a lot that
2: of there is a movie tied to. Pretty and much.
4: Anything there's a movie tied to. Anything that's still being published right now.
6: Yeah. Batman. Batman's worth money. It doesn't make any sense to me because I thought the market was so saturated with New 52 that none of them would ever be worth any money. And that was only three, four years ago? Right. Mm -hmm. Four years from now won't fucking
4: matter, so sell it right now.
6: (laughs) (laughs) And uh, next story is uh, it will have been three years ago yesterday that the Aurora shooting happened uh, opening night, Dark Knight Rises. Uh, guy killed uh, 12 people, shot 70. Uh, he's been found guilty on 165 charges after 12.5 hours of deliberation. Uh, 24 counts of first murder, that's two for every person he killed. And 140 counts of attempted murder, two for every person he shot. And then it uh, looks like uh, it'll be about a month for sentencing and the prosecution is gonna press for the death penalty. His defense tried to use the old insanity plea, but when you see how much of this was set up ahead of time, premeditated, that that's not the work of an insane right. person.
2: No. It's not like he's just like, look, I found guns, what should I do yeah, with these? Yeah. yeah.
6: Like you can dye your hair orange all you want. That doesn't mean yeah. you're gonna believe you're insane. So, fuck that guy. Fuck that guy forever, but how the yep. hell do you get two charges per victim? Hey. That's kind of wondering that. I, I mean, it it might be some sort of like... I, I don't know. I'm not a lawyer. I'm a doctor. I'm not a lawyer. <laughs> but it's like two dozen murder charges. Who who knows? Maybe it's like because it was I mean, almost like... He killed like, 12 people. That's terrible. It was like, almost yeah. like a hostage <laughs> but, you know. situation. It wasn't really a hostage situation, but people were... Basically, a captive audience, and he just rolled up on him. They still just killed him once. <laughs> Please, fuck this guy. Oh, yeah, you could have given him. Guy.
4: I'm just, I'm oh, not yeah. on
6: his, not for his sake. I'm just
4: curious as like the <laughs> logic behind, like, how you, yeah, no, charge someone for murder twice. Just,
2: <laughs> just, yeah, it's not like, oh man, we shouldn't load this guy up with charges. He just wants to know how it works. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm in yeah. that same boat. I will say, you know, throw three at him for if you want. Yeah, yeah, but just First. you know, just to show your work. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted
6: to explain to man. I uh, I'm not against that, so, if so someone can explain that to us. We will take said explanation, but I'm yeah, not going to search that. Yeah, I'm just very right curious. Now. And then final story is former DC and Marvel writer and artist Alan Kubberberg passed away last week, age of 62. Uh, RIP. I don't know who the dude is. It's a slow news week. Had to fill out six stories. No disrespect, Alan Cupperberg. <laughs> Sixty-two yeah. is young. Sixty-two yeah, is that's young. That's not old, but cancer—cancer cancer sucks. Yeah. Yep. No, you can fuck how old you are. R.I.P. Cupperberg.
4: Do you enjoy those Howard the Duck covers?
6: Oh that's, shit! That's Speaking of fucking oh, Howard, Chaykin's oh. gonna do a Howard the Duck variant cover. I saw that. <laughs> I'm probably going to try and buy that. So apparently <laughs> we know I hate variants. I'll probably try and buy that. Apparently we know what's shaking. Womp womp. Oh, oh, man. Man. Did you
2: guys see those uh, Run the Jewels variants they did for Howard the Duck and Deadpool?
6: Yeah, I do. I remember those. I'm not familiar with Run the Jewels, so I didn't recognize it.
2: What the hell is that? I don't know what that is. It's a ra- they're a rap group. Oh, okay. So we got the uh, Howard the Duck. We got both of those variants. The Howard the Duck one went for 79.99. The uh, Deadpool one went for eighty nine ninety
4: nine. These are books that don't cost you anything more.
2: Nope, just normal cover price, or just normal stuff for us. But they all they all sold. I'm excited
5: about selling these fifty two books.
4: <laughs>
6: <laughs> if you, you have all fifty two still, there. you'll make a fucking killing. Uh, Nubbin's in the chat uh, in regards to the Aurora shooting and the and doubling up on the counts. She suggests that they can get them for regular murder and then federal charges on top of that. That makes sense. Goddamn. damn.
4: makes you wonder if they can do that like, you know, other shit. Oh,
6: yeah. They'll fucking trump up the charges whenever they want. We just, I'm saying like, yeah. we're okay <laughs> with it here. Yeah, I mean, like, truly, <laughs> fuck this guy.
4: <laughs> but, you know. But what about when it's on us? Right. Yeah. For like some, some, some you know, more minor shit. Well, like Nubbin said in the chat again said if you hit somebody with brass knuckles, they can get you for assault aggravated assault and assault with a deadly weapon. That's fucking
5: scary times man, and I only like pepper <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> assault,
6: well, assault. Uh, he was assaulted
2: I want a, I want a pepper I knocked over the salt. <laughs> <laughs> What type of comic books? Get the fuck out
4: of here.
6: Let's talk about comics. The problem with comic books
1: is that it comes off on your hands. Every time you turn a page, you have to wash your hands.
4: Uh, Hawkeye 22. Finally. 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 Out there.
6: Boy, was it good.
4: I oh, like a lot. Oh, that's
6: good. That's good. It would or suck was if it, it was, was lame.
4: No, really good. Just Kate's a badass. Clint's all awesome. like I just. This is one of those things, man. Like these twenty-two issues are going to be a landmark run in comics. Like yes, it's going to be the kind of shit they they teach. You know, what I mean, it's it's perfect. Uh, but real upset when they fucking shot Pizza Dog with a
2: shotgun. I was about to be pissed. I was really worried because I don't think he's been in the new Hawkeye series yet. <laughs> but
4: but he's he's been all right. Now now that being said, I will now read the three subsequent issues of. I'll Hawkeye that around and see how that goes.
2: Don't get your hopes up.
4: So I've heard. <laughs> so I've heard. But man, it was good. Damn, damn good. And, you know, just one more bit for his brother to be an asshole at the end, which is totally perfect. Uh, I, I want to see what they do, how they, they uh, follow up on the, the fucking, you know, the little cabal of bad guys doing their thing like how many of those guys are going to play up in the new uh, the further issues and fucking kate's dad is one tells
2: me they're not going to follow up on that
4: because we got to deal
2: with time travel and hawkeye oh that's right we got to have three hawkeyes now come on lee Mm. young hawkeye old hawkeye kate hawkeye give it the program
4: see i'm behind i'm three issues behind because you know i wanted to wait for The one that came before it to come out, which again, I would love to one day know this fucking story. That's weird. Yeah. Just explain it to me. Like like charging a man twice for killing
2: someone. Explain (laughs) it. (laughs) Just
4: wanna know. I'm just naturally curious, just want to know what the fuck's going on, that's all.
2: I thought it was really interesting that Fraction didn't write any kind of afterword. Yeah, it's weird. He did in his uh, email newsletter. There was something he wrote for it. Oh, they're right. Yeah. Did he even mention like, what
6: the fuck happened? Sounds like a real nope. bad breakup.
2: Yeah, it does. Yeah, no, okay. he didn't mention why it was so far behind. Weird. But yeah, great, very satisfying
4: ending. Um I guess my better judgment, I read this Robin Son of Batman number two. I'll not be back for number three. I gave it a <laughs> shot. Okay? But no. I do not subscribe to this as a thing. I don't get it. I don't understand it. Maybe if I had some more reference, like if I had read more of the the Batman and Robin stuff going up to it, maybe it might make more sense. At this point, I highly doubt it. So I'm, 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 I'm tapping out on that one. I don't, I don't understand. Uh. The Secret Wars tie-ins are making me very aware. And I said this on Twitter that Secret Wars is not what they told us it was gonna be. Like, now, remember that big ass two-page, like that big enormous promo image that was like, "Hey, yeah. look at all these, the, all these superheroes fighting other
2: versions
6: of themselves." It was the backdrop at New York Comic Con at yeah. the Marvel booth. That's just not what's happening.
2: Yeah, it is. Ex- it is like the exact opposite of that. Yeah, like you know.
4: It is the exact, exactly. It's the exact opposite. They're not allowed to cross their borders and angle to one another. Like, no, like you know, for as much as I thought it was gonna, ha- old man Logan's not gonna punch Maestro in the face.
6: It's gotta like, like what issue are they on? Four of eight. Four. It's gotta yeah. happen before it ends. They gotta cross the borders before it ends. Come on. I mean, it seems
4: like you know, as of, I mean, I would hope so, but. These little side stories that they're their self-contained stories. They're not crossing over the tie-in issues. The main book tends, seems to be more about this small band of like six-one-six heroes that you know survive. Now they've been out of stasis or whatever, you know, fighting back against Doom. Like that seems to be the core story. When like it's not even really what Secret Wars was back in the day, which was no. you know the Beyonders pitting good versus evil like it doesn't have anything like there's no ties at all like and you know i'm, I'm enjoying secret warriors more than i thought the core story at least more than i thought i would it's fine it's better than the avengers was for sure yeah it
2: is it's pretty cool but it's not what they told us it was gonna be at all you know, it's really interesting how little it i don't you can read any single secret wars book on its own and be fine like, you don't need to read any titles to understand other books. It's yeah, because there's no strange. context
4: around any of them.
2: Yeah, it's really... I don't think... I can't remember another event ever like this in that regard.
4: And it took me a minute to realize what it was about the Adelan Rising that I wasn't liking. Like, which is not, you know, exceptionally great regardless. But like there's something about it that was just rubbing me the wrong way. And it took me a minute to figure it out. And then it's the simple fact that any story... That has like Black Bolt as a lead character where he's speaking freely is bullshit. Oh, that's weird. Like, it's just, that's just, you know, that's his whole thing is that he can't do that. So once he does that, he's not Black Bolt anymore. No. Yeah, you know, it's, it's not the fact that he's fighting Medusa because he's like a rebel, rebel or whatever. I'm fine with that. But you can't have Black Bolt talk, it, it's just, you don't do that. It's very. I don't understand why that's a thing they're doing. So I may be out of that. I figured that that one might be important to what's going, what they're building going ahead, but looks like maybe not so much.
2: Are you reading Where Monsters Dwell? No, but I feel like I probably should. Cause man, that shit is getting nuts. I still maintain.
4: Wait, oh shit, is that the one with the the guy like on the fucking floating island with Morgan Lefay and stuff?
2: No, that's uh, that's word. Weird World. Okay, okay. And that book's issue two comes out this week, and I'm super hyped about oh, that. Super,
4: I thought I missed one. I thought I'd be mad no, as hell.
2: That's out this week. But uh, Where Monsters Well is the Garth Ennis book that I'm still positive in no way was ever written for Secret Wars. Um,
5: it's Ennis.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but there's so this this guy, the main character, ends up on like this island where it's only women there, and they run every, They they rule everything. And so at one point he goes and he finds this like underground prison and there's just these two dudes there and they're just so out of it from all of the times they've been jerked off
7: Aww. so they can <laughs> ma-
2: make more people <laughs> And so the episode en- the episode the issue ends with him being led to like this kind of, it looks like a gallows thing, but then it's just, it only comes up to about his waist. (laughs) And there's this weird little like indentation on a table thing. So he's going to put his dick on there (laughs) and they're going to chop it off. Oh, like a fucking hyped up moil. It's fucking weird like i am shocked
4: marvel's putting this book yeah it does that's about to say that doesn't sound like a marvel book by a long shot did anyone read this fucking thing it's so weird jesus i do love me some garth ennis let's get on that uh see what else we got um what else we're talking about planet hulk is cool but again had nothing to do with anything yeah i like that book it's fun Guardians of Nowhere number one came out. It's Bendis and Deodato, which I'll pretty much read anything that's a Bendis-Deodato joint. Really. Like, is this uh, the one here is that thing? you got yourself no. an Earth. A ba- I'm sorry, a battle world. And then, like, apparently because Doom really liked the Guardians of the Galaxy movie, he said, Fuck it. We'll put a celestial head up there and leave us a nowhere. <laughs> I mean, there's no reason that should be there. It doesn't make any fucking sense. But got your Guardians here. Angela goes and fights Drax because he knows where Gamora is and Gamora left, whatever the fuck. Biggest thing that we're talking about here is that Deodato drew into a crowd scene in nowhere, a fucking Rancor. <laughs> <laughs> Which is pretty cool. Pretty clip. But yeah, looks gorgeous, man. The, the, the Deodato artwork always looks amazing. It's it's great. Looks awesome. Um, What else? Uh, Ant-Man Annual was pretty cool. It's, uh, Scott Lang, Hank and Pym team up done mostly in flashback references the rage of ultron graphic novel which i did not read wherein it looks like what they fake him's death i guess did you read that
2: i didn't read it uh i've been waiting for it to go down in price like for just get on a discount or something yeah i'm i'm
4: curious as to how that works like what that what that is I i need to read that but did they fake his death or did they kill him i heard they killed him it sounds like using my context clues that they're making people think he's dead. Okay. But that he's alive. I, I don't know. They may unkill him, you know, off panel. I, I don't know. We'll have to look at look into it. Um, but the last thing I want to talk about is Silver Surfer 13. Now, this one is an honest-to-God Secret Wars tie-in. That's true, yeah. <laughs> like, actually, you know, works in context of the overall story because, you know, Don and the surfer have been off world this entire time. And as they're heading back, you know, they watch the end of everything start to happen. You know, they, they see the incursion and the, the destruction of the universe. And so he's trying to outrun it. And they end up kind of tearing through nothingness, you know, and coming face to face with Eternity, who should ha- be you know that big black outline full of stars and shit. There's nothing there. Just blackness with, you know, a battle world and nowhere. And it's wearing Doom's face. And the whiteness turns out to be not emptiness. It's the fucking shit. It's crazy, big, high-level, cosmic Marvel surfer bullshit that really worked in a weird way. (laughs) Like, I'm super into that story, that book. And we'll be very interested to see how this, with with, what slot and Allroot are doing, like how that plays into... The construction of whatever this new thing is. I'll be very intrigued to see how that goes. Because this was a lot of fun and really interesting. Although this, the reveal of what Gloria and the maker of miracles, I feel like that's supposed to have some impact on me. I don't know who the fuck that guy is.
2: Yeah, no, I didn't get anything out of that either. Yeah, I mean, like, but again, don't, I don't
4: know the ins and outs of every corner. That cosmic stuff is not my, my strongest, so that might be a thing. I don't know, but I'm not sure. Uh, What what else you got,
2: Kelly? Uh, I got to talk about Godzilla in Hell, issue one. Oh, shit, that's right. I hear great things. Because that shit is gorgeous. It's written and drawn by James Stokoe. And it's Godzilla in Hell. Like The issue starts with Godzilla falling through a hole in the ground, and he's in Hell. (laughs) And pretty much the only words in the book are a giant pillar that says, like, um abandon a hope all ye who right. enter Yeah. And Godzilla just blasts the shit out of that thing and goes on his way. <laughs> and it's pretty fucking rad. Like, it's a it's beautiful comic.
7: Yeah, that guy, go
2: turn me on to that, the existence of that today,
4: I guess, you know, somebody talked about it on Twitter, and that guy's artwork is fucking nuts.
2: Yeah, I really, I highly recommend he did another Godzilla series for IDW called Godzilla The Half-Century War. And there's so many pages from that that I want to buy the art of and just hang on my wall.
4: See, I tried to read some Godzilla comics when, when IGW first got the uh, the license. Yeah. You know, and it, it was tough. Like Godzilla as comics was a tough thing for me for some reason. Like it just I
2: really didn't like the Eric Powell run. I really didn't like that stuff. Um, the Dwayne Suszynski run was pretty fun because it was pretty much uh, Jason Statham starring in a Godzilla movie. See
4: I, I so cuz I don't I wanted to be about Godzilla but I don't I don't know that Godzilla translates to comics for me. Yeah. Well, um The yeah. Half
2: Century War I think you'd like a lot. All right. Because like it's James Stokoe's art is just beautiful. So oh. even if you don't care about the story right. you can just look at the book.
4: No, put it on the list.
2: And the the current uh, Godzilla series that just wrapped up um shit I can't think of what it's called but it was the longest running single Godzilla series and it was really oh, solid it was they'd managed to tie it was Godzilla rulers of earth that's what it was they managed to tie together a lot of the original showa era movies they even brought in the two monsters from um, war of the gargantuans no shit yeah they tied a lot of stuff together and it was in a really good way it was you could tell it was written by a fan that's cool yeah it was really awesome i like that series a lot Yeah, Godzilla and Hell. Uh, I don't know how the issues after this first one are going to be because it's a different creative team every issue. But issue one is definitely worth picking up, especially to see Godzilla run into a version of himself that turns into some weird kind of vagina monster.
4: Yeah, that guy draws lots of dicks. Yeah. (laughs) Like lots of dicks. is kind of hanging out. (laughs) But not really. Yeah.
2: But yeah, that was awesome. Uh, and then I have two mangas to talk about. Oh, all right.
6: What uh, was that vol- kind of
2: show? But okay. Volume two of Batmanga. That shit is amazing. <laughs>
6: <laughs> <laughs> Batmanga. Because
2: man, the first, like the second story in the collection, he fights a wrestler and then has a mask-versus-mask match against that wrestler. Holy shit. And that shit is the best. That
6: is right up your alley. Yes,
2: it is. And then the final story in this book... Godzilla fights the Loch Ness Monster. Or, sorry. Batman fights the Loch Ness Monster. (laughs) But there's two Loch Ness Monsters because one of them is a robot that is piloted by gangsters. (laughs) Priorities. Man, and... I fucking love Batmanga, you guys. It's so, <laughs> it's so good. That doesn't sound terrible. <laughs> it's my favorite Batman comic right now. <laughs> it, I don't care that it's from the 60s. It's my favorite Batman comic coming out right now.
4: <laughs> oh, so this was published in Japan in the 60s?
2: Yeah, this is like from the mid 60s. Really? They're finally. They had brought it over once before, but it wasn't like great translation and it wasn't the whole thing this is the entire series across three volumes i i highly recommend it and really i only got turned on to it pretty much because the first uh in the first volume the first villain that batman fights grant morrison took him and put him in batman incorporated of course he did so I didn't know who that dude was until like he started talking in the back matter about, yeah, this guy's from the Batmanga. And that's how I got into that. That's Batmanga's Batmanga's so rad. Right and then uh, the second manga I gotta talk about is, I haven't read all of it, I just read the first two chapters of Volume 1 uh, after someone loaned it to me. It is called Terraformers. Okay. And I can't tell if it's racist on purpose or a racist on accident. <laughs> okay.
6: But it is racist.
2: Yeah. So. Racist against. I'll, I'll get there. Okay. I'll get there. <laughs> Don't bury the lead. So, terra- nice. Terraformers is a cool concept. It's um they've earth, you know, is it's the, the far future. It's like, I think 2599 or something. Uh, Earth is kind of crapping out. There's too many people here. So they're terraforming Mars. And they sent a bunch of uh, like vegetation and cockroaches there to help terraform it. The cockroaches and
4: cockroaches?
2: Yeah. And it's like somehow that mix helps terraform the planet. Okay. There was shaky logic there. At some point the uh, greenhouse gases released by Mars have started to mutate the uh, cockroaches, and now they're walking around like people, and the cockroaches look like really bad caricatures of Obama.
6: <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. 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 All right. And
2: they're really dark, and they, they look like that, and... People keep referring to them as the great pests. And there's one page where it's like the beginning of a chapter and there's a quote about Charles Darwin, how we need to get rid of the weaker strains of people.
4: Ooh, I'm willing to bet that that's <laughs> racist on purpose.
2: Yeah, I'm thinking it's racist on because, purpose. Like,
4: from what I understand, there is a very, very strong racist culture in Japan as black people.
2: Let me see if I can find a picture of these roaches. Like,
4: bad. Like, Eric Bendis go. on a podcast talking about it. And he said that he took his family on a trip to Japan, like, for a trip. And, you know, he has a mixed race family. He adopted a couple of kids. And he said people would just walk up to his daughter in the middle of the street, just yell and go, Negro! Like, just point and, like, yell, oh, like, Oh, my God. You, you guys seeing this? And they're like, What the fuck?
2: <laughs> like, it's, yeah. All it's, right. Linking a picture in the chat. Of what these roach monsters look like.
4: <laughs> Let's be fair, this is a place where you can buy panties, use panties that are vending machines. They may not True. be the most advanced in
2: all aspects. And there there you go, it's in the chat. Oh
6: my. That is, <laughs> that is dark. Like, not like creepy dark, like, it's dark.
2: Oh, oh my. <laughs> yeah.
6: Oh, that's no accident. No. No, it's no. not. That is racism. <laughs> I don't fuck. think that. I mean, it could be Obama, but...
2: (laughs) Like, that was the first thing that came to mind. It looks like the really bad, like, political cartoons.
6: Yeah, it does look like a bad political cartoon. (laughs) Could be Bill Cosby, though. Could be. He looks like he's about to slip a quaalude into that white chick's drink. (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
2: that's terrible. Like, I'm really debating how much of this I want to read now. Yeah, I have not
4: know how you're not going to feel ooky.
2: Yeah. I, I want to get through the first book just to see how bad it gets, and then we'll go from there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah,
4: that's the thing. Either it's going to
2: be... Oh, man. Man, that's and nice. I've heard a lot of people tell me this is a good book. <laughs>
7: that's
2: the thing about this, that I'm like, has no one noticed this before? <laughs>
4: Japan. (laughs) Hashtag like Japan shit. (laughs) What do you got, Nice? No. No?
5: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He said,
6: don't point to me. (laughs) I want to see like Tanahashi or Okada or whatever one of those Japanese wrestlers' names. I want them to come out with an animated Obama cockroach next time they come Uh to the ring. Uh There might be time. Just saying.
5: Christ Almighty. Anything, Jose? No, but I was uh, told that the next Fight Club comes out tomorrow. Yes, it does. and I'm very excited so about that's it. Episode, so,
6: that's issue three?
5: Yeah, and, and I'm missing two, so I, I will be getting two and three very, very soon.
4: Yeah, that's good stuff, man. That's good comics. I thank you for turning me on to that, because I was kind of on the fence about it. Yeah, no, but it's great, right? Yeah, it really is. <laughs> Yeah, it really, really is. So then I think that's the show. And what a show it was.
6: What? A show? What a
4: show. Oxford Commas, bitch. No, I know. That's
6: right. (laughs) So yeah. Let's do it again next week. I got
4: a plan. Let's do it.
6: Feel good about it. What are we going to do with no Marvel movies for the next five, ten months? It is entirely
4: too long. <laughs> because Nicole said the same thing. So, like, so what's next? I said, I think Civil War
6: is next. Yeah. And but it's going to be We amazing. are going to get Jessica Jones between now and then.
4: It's true. And Bendis uh, on Twitter said he saw it and he really, really liked
6: yes, it. Yes, he said it is amazing. Yeah, which? He said that Mike Coulter as Luke Cage is as good... A casting as robert downey jr as tony stark no shit yes damn wow and he said because he he's working on powers so he has nothing directly to do with it and he feels like his opinion holds more weight considering that he hasn't actually worked on it sure yeah and he's he would got no, be He's gonna no
5: money on this horse
6: right he and he would be more critical than anyone about jessica jones
5: True sure enough.
4: That's awesome. I'm very very excited about it. But you know, I'm I'm not going to not watching those fucking Daredevil, I mean Marvel Netflix shows because yeah. man,
5: oh, well, Travis is uh, catching up on Daredevil because he has not watched any of it. But I'm now that he, very he's, jealous of him. We set up. Um, TV on the old he, he's got one of those internet ready TVs yeah yeah yeah. so you know we got the Hulu's and the Netflix set up out here and he's like a fucking kid in Christmas man <laughs> I forget who it was I was talking to it might have been my mom I don't know I was talking to somebody about it
4: and they're kind of like yeah whatever I really don't do the superhero and I said fuck you sit down and I put on that fight scene that last episode two that fucking one take man and I got goosebumps all over. I <laughs> knew it
6: was gonna happen. I got goosebumps all over again. So
4: uh, this shit is amazing. Great.
6: Juggalo John in the chat does mention it is not a Marvel movie, but Star Wars does come out in December, so True. That that is the ne- the next big movie event if you don't count Pixels coming out this week. <laughs> <laughs> See, people are shitting on Pixels. I mean oh, it looks fun. We're going we're planning on seeing it. We're yeah, planning a, on seeing it in spite of Adam Sandler and Paul Blart and all them. Yeah, it looks like a, it looks dumb, but like a really fun dumb idea. Who knows it? This this could be uh, an Adam Sandler comeback to, you know, public admiration again. I, I mean, yeah, I guess people do love him because his movies still make a shitload of money. Yeah, just not people that loved him when. Billy Madison and he- Happy Gilmore came out.
4: Right. I mean,
6: the balls on this guy
4: to fucking evolve and change in 20 years is <laughs> <preposterous>. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, no. We want to do the same shit over and over again. Come on.
6: Well, it does say something to either his passion in, in regards to Pixels or the quality of the movie. Because, you know, before Pixels, all he was doing was those movies where he goes on vacation with his family and his friends and you know he, he just picks up a check and this one seems a lot more involved than just going on vacation you know yeah and do- the look
4: of it is it looks
6: cool yeah the the video game shit looks incredible the fact uh-huh. that they threw tetris in there do you see the scene where the tetris line disappears and the building no. kind of fucking drops down no <laughs> yeah there's uh, like a bunch of Tetris blocks take over the top of this building and then one of the, lo- uh, the line fills out and it disappears and the building gets shorter like it goes <laughs> that's cool I'm into it but
4: that's it, one of the ones that like be... the trailer come up and all all three of us Nicole and I Zoe, all three went oh
6: wow we, we needed to see this, this it could very well thing. be a piece of shit like if it is anything more than a piece of shit, I will be surprised. <laughs> right,
4: it could just be a lot of damn fun. So either way, expectations will be met. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come back next week as our as we do a roundtable discussion on Pixels. <laughs> I don't know if we're running to see it opening weekend. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. All right. Come back anyway, Pixel or
2: not, we'll be here. <laughs> Yeah, we come will here, be in the chat. You can watch uh, videos I post of a bunch of Japanese people being real excited about a guy playing air guitar.
4: Yeah, I want to see this. And <laughs> not <Enough laughs> nothing, but I put in a sweet ass uh, a, a gif of Mister Tomei and the rest yeah, of the Yeah, you did. Nobody cared. So no, I saw that. I but I okay, think we I were in
6: the middle of talking about something important, so I didn't want to <laughs> drool all over it. But capital <laughs> nipples, girl. Capital. Those Japanese people don't seem so psyched about his air guitar. <laughs> They're They're very polite Japanese people.
2: (laughs) If you watch Japanese wrestling, this is about as excited as they get. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Christ. All right. So, uh, yeah. Come
4: back next week. We'll do this again at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central at chat.penalompages.com. For Jason Nyes, Jose Gustin, and Kelly Harris, I'm the right Reverend Lee Rodriguez. We'll talk to you guys next week. Uh, We love you. Good nights and goodbyes.
1: Baby, uh, where the party at, it's in the hotel, in the hotel, rockstar party in the hotel, blazing fastback and with six gears, fresh off the leer, my house is three tiers, eastward the track DJ, be bumping fear, well I'm a man, ain't no need for you to steer, and when I got here I can see it real clear, I'm lounging on the pier with a case of cold beer, a few necking and goods and a spears here, Dressed in sheer, man, my slippers cashmere Yeah, we in Vegas! Vegas! This is my gear, now get that through your ear Yeah, I'm right here, a pimpin' engineer A frontline soldier, but you came in through the rear My father, avocado, with my tunas pants seared Hit my neck, groupies, yell my name, they try to smear I appear, gangsta mode, and they disappear I'm rolling rainier And everything I spit, guaranteed, won't premiere Yeah, we fake it That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved it. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, it though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. 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 Boo.
0: It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win?